it's pain from their injury I got them playing kickball. Yeah, yeah, but that, I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah, their yeah, most yeah. recent I believe injury. so. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. It's because it, it feels like arthritis. It it was hurting so bad I had to go to the doctor. I went to the doctor uh, yesterday. What doctor? Like my doctor. Like what? Did they just give you pain medication, or what yeah. did they do? Yeah, they told me to amputate some exercises. <laughs> 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 Sorry, this is looking bad. Yeah. Much worse than I expected. Much worse than I expected. <laughs> what? Amputate. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a second opinion there, though. <laughs> Let's not rush the things. <laughs> oh, oh God. Dude, there was um there was a movie based on like a true story of this guy that played for Texas back in the day, like maybe the sixties. And uh, he was like, you know, kind of like a hard-hitting safety. Yeah. And uh, during the season, he started to develop some leg pain. But he was one of those guys who, like, was never going to let the trainer know that he was hurt at all. Finally came to a head, like, after the last regular season game. And he had some, like, serious disease. And by the bowl, they had amputated his leg. And there's, like, pictures of him, like, at the bowl game down a leg watching the team. <laughs> it, it was just crazy. You know, I mean just just picture like, you know, like I, I mean just be like like I hate to say it, but like Jordan Travis, like like if he just didn't get like a football injury, but right. like suddenly like they realize, oh no, you have like cancer in your lower leg and we have to remove it. And like you know, he's he's at the he's in Charlotte this week with a you know down a leg. I mean it just is like what the hell? Yeah. I mean missing a wheel. So much for uh catching it in time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess in the 60s they didn't know about preventative medicine. <laughs> that's awful, man. But dude, that's like when you watch like like if you ever watch like the old stuff, like old western stuff and yeah. like those, it's like they didn't find anything. Like, like no. that, the only option they had was <laughs> we just got to remove the leg. Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we'll just cut the hand off. Like we're not gonna try and fix it. That's it, man. Yeah, that was the only option. here's some whiskey. This is gonna hurt. Yeah, there was nothing to knock you out or no. uh, 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 ease the pain. Dude. You know, the women was having babies. They couldn't. Yeah, it was no uh, fucking what's the name? Shot of whiskey. <laughs> Shot of whiskey. <laughs> just cures everything. <laughs> Give me three shots. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why. Like, there's a, that's why alcohol is such a big thing now. <laughs> it's like just passed down. I watched um, on Thanksgiving. I went and watched the movie Napoleon. Yeah, it's a biop. It's fucking awful. Yeah, it's really bad. It's you know, like Joaquin Phoenix is like usually very good. Yeah, you know, and he's okay, but like just the way the story moves, it's like you just don't really get anything out of it. It's it just doesn't have like a purpose. But the one big takeaway was like, you know, that's like in all those like wars and stuff like that, dude. You're getting hit with a cannonball and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, they're just amputating stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just miserable, man. <laughs> like, you know, that was the age of like, you just like line up, you know, on one side and the other team would, or the, you know, co- co- force would line up in the other. And at some point, you just run toward each other and mix it up. And that's it's like, it. I mean, dudes would just be like laying half dead on the battlefield. It's funny you mentioned that. Something has been fucking on my mind and killing me. So Denzel, you know, he's he's about to play in a new movie. I mean, well, surprise, surprise, right? <laughs> <laughs> Denzel Washington. And it's, it's called Hannibal. And yeah. you, you, are you familiar with Hannibal? 
the, so, the, so the warlord of the, the, the general, yeah, 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 from yeah, way, yeah. Way, 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 way back. Yeah, I think that's like <clears throat> pre-Napoleon, pre-everything. Yes, yeah. yes. So he's uh, uh, apparently the, the the greatest general to like ever to ever live. Walt because and it's because of um, like his tactics and and things like that. He implemented all of these great things when nobody was ever thinking this in these terms. So he never lost a battle, or anything like that. But anyway. So I remember faintly, like Hannibal. I remember that either in school or something. So I went and Googled Hannibal. Yeah. And then I just have this thing where I always click on images, right? And um, and it's all of these images of of, of white of white generals, white guys. Oh, okay. And I'm like, and I think to myself, well, damn, why why do they have Denzel playing it? Right. Like, this is a white guy. Yeah. And um, so I look it up, and Hannibal. Was from Africa. He's from North Africa. He's right, an African right. general. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, was he and, like and the a, thing about was he it, a Moor? No, no. And, and back then, you know, so there's no pictures or anything, right? You know, <laughs> so it's and this happens a lot in older, older history. White people just take the best of the best <laughs> and just say, "Well, this guy was white. Hey, he was we're gonna change the image, even <laughs> down to Jesus." It's just like exactly <laughs> all the greats. We're gonna, we're gonna claim. <laughs> And uh, it's, who gives a shit? It's in the BC and the, uh, the, yeah, the, the 1200s. Who cares? Just, Nobody's yeah, going to catch just it. Just imagine <laughs> if basketball was around back then. MJ and LeBron yeah. would be white as hell. Those guys would look like a pair of clan leaders. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you guys got to be better than that, though. <laughs> start the show, man. Just can't make That's it white. <laughs>
In the thunder and rain, huh. in the thunder and rain, yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back, you guys are back, back on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. That was Trap Hamilton, Thunder and Rain. Uh, that song was on his last album, which came out uh, a while, a little while ago. But he just dropped that video for that single. Uh, I love that song, man. Shout out to Trap. Got a nice vibe too. Yeah, man. Uh, Trap also made Juju's list last week. Yes, he did. So there you go. Um, yes, uh, on the best podcast is home of sports, music, and mayhem. We're available on all, and I do mean all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, of course, we have a really uh, good show for you guys today, as always. Right? Yeah. Entertaining. We try to make it entertaining as possible. Um, we're going to be talking uh, uh, some NFL MVP talk. Um, we have some. Uh, Josh, uh, we have a Josh Giddy update, the uh, NBA player uh, for Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe get into some trouble soon. Might have right. a taste for the young ladies. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and um, we have some crazy stuff to talk about as well to go along with that. We may get to this ceiling fan challenge, uh, one of my favorite challenges. If you put it on the... We must talk about yeah, it? Yeah, we, we, can't, we, we can't be that way. Yeah, but sometimes we, we get so into these other <laughs> topics. It's just, it's just not enough time, man. I, I don't care if we have to go into overtime. We've got to at least touch base with that. I mean, it, it's on the... It's literally the first item on the promo pick. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've really been debating whether I wanted to open with this or not. And Clearly uh, we are. But clearly we're here. <laughs> because it's something we talked about before. Good. It's something we talked about before. But it just... On if, the show? On or, the show. Or on the okay, show. Okay. And it's been a couple times we talked about it on the show. And, but it, it just bothers me every time it comes up. It, it's, it fucking bo- And this is what it is. So I'm watching First Take. And as soon as you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, here it goes. <laughs> so I'm watching first take. Steve A. Smith is on there. And, they're, and, they're, and, and initially, initially they're, they're, they're talking about um, Jordan and, 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 and winning and things like that. That's what they're talking about initially. And then Stephen A. makes this, this, this dumb fucking comment. And he says, yeah, and see, and that's why we regard Bill Russell in such a high regard over Wilt Chamberlain. It's because he won 11 championships and Wilt only won two. And that's just it. And that's why he's much better. And that's why he's in the top five and Will is not. And I'm just sitting, I just want to fucking jump through the television and just wring his fucking neck. And let me tell you something. And this is a and it and it's not about Wilton Bill, is what I'm thinking about here. It's a bigger, it's a bigger umbrella. And you fall under this umbrella, Pink. And 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 you Personally. are a part of the reason. Why this culture here is 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 screwed up, man. It's screwed up, and you're a part of it. And I don't like it, and I hate it. And it's one of the main things that we disagree about. It, it's not the and it, it's and not it's, drugs and, <laughs> and, and, and bimbo screwing up society. It's me and, and this damn the sports, umbrella. sports, the sports, <laughs> sports, like sports culture and sports society specifically. Okay. Uh, not life in general. I think we have a, a, we we in agreement on on those things. On most there. of those issues. <laughs> yeah. But 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 the 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 winning winning just being so important over everything and at all costs and just throwing away all other contexts is 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 is, is awful man it's really terrible because um, and just touching on this wooden building as we've done a couple times on the show once I know it for sure just touching on it yes Bill won eleven championships and Wilt won two and they were fairly 
basically in the same era. You look at that 30, 40, 56 years later, you can come to a conclusion, oh, the one guy had to be better than the other. But again, when one guy has 10 all the famous, how many players are on a basketball team? 12 normally. <laughs> 12. 15 if you include injured guys. And 10 are Hall of Famers. Not, no, oh, no, 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 no. Because I, 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 I can tell how your face is forming. <laughs> you have 10 fucking Hall of Famers, and Wilt has one Hall of Fame teammate, and how good. What is supposed to happen? And then, okay, when you look at the matchups, if you just, all you have to do is Google, it takes five seconds to Google the matchups. They have them, they have the ball scores, they have them. Like it's not a mythology or anything. Right. And you can see. That Wilt Chamberlain just dominated Bill every time they played. Now, he didn't do to Bill what he did to others. Yeah, others he's scoring 100 here, he's scoring 60 here, 50 there, 70 there. Okay, his numbers come down. Bill Russell's an awesome defender. But still, 38 and 20, 45 and, and, and 18, that's, those, <laughs> that's still domination, folks, okay? <laughs> While Bill is scoring 18 and or 15 and, and, and 20 or whatever and, and shooting 30% from the field as a center, that's what are we doing? <laughs> what are we fucking doing, man? We have to stop this. And then you go and you fast forward to other other players and other sports, okay? And you got in and, and, and the Michael Jordan thing, okay? He's he is great. I'm not talking about him in specific, but just winning the the Nikola Jokic the, and all of this. I just I fucking hate it, man. We have to include context along with winning, and I think that is the formula, not just winning. If you want to be decorated as an individual, do an individual sport. Go run track and field. Go box. Be an MMA guy. Play tennis. Then Will, you Will get did to all be, of that, by the way. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, but he, he wasn't a champion. <laughs> the bastard, came close in track the bastard and field. was a loser. Came um, close in track and field. But see, I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, if you're a guy, you know, and, and you got to realize how you're wired when you're coming up. Go to the individual sports. Go to the individual sports. If you're going to be a team guy, you, at the end of the day, you are, and Bill Parcells, you are what your record says you are. And, and that's like, we keep score for a reason. We win games. You, you, if you win, you advance. It, it's what sports are predicated upon, team sports. And, and I get, yeah, you could be individually better than a person, but history remembers winners. And a lot, to be perfectly fair, a lot of those guys... Uh, on the Celtics that made the Hall of Fame, if they were in another situation, they probably don't have Hall of Fame careers. They're probably good players who have nice stats individually, but probably don't rise to the level of Hall of Famers. That, you, yeah, winning, you, win, you, winning, winning, yes, yes, but there's it's still a collection of good players. Well, no I, matter not, how yeah, you, no matter how you cut it, it, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So maybe they're they're a good player that doesn't make the Hall of Fame on the fucking whatever Phoenix Suns. Right, right. But, but, but when you pair this good player with that good, if I pair a uh, 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 ten, um, uh, you know, uh, what's our guy's name for Phoenix Suns? Bradley Bill. If I pair ten Bradley, right now Bradley Bill is not a Hall of Famer. Right, right. But if I pair ten caliber players that are that are Bradley on his Bill's level. on his level yeah. in just different positions. Not only is that team going to win a lot, but that 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 team is going to be. Uh, that's a great fucking team. I know, but that I mean, but that's what like when you're talking about team sports, that's what this is. And, and organizations, to me, organizations have a duty and a responsibility to to try to win. 
Yes, and, but and, what if you're they, on an organization that just is just not cutting the cake? Now, now in this era, you have the benefit of basically leveraging yourself out. And back in Wilt's time, that that wasn't an option. No, 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 and, it and, was. And, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something because because I because I read something and this is what happened. He did, he did because a, a player before him kind of started the free agency thing and whatnot. And 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 so here goes the thing. Wilt did what people wanted LeBron James to do. He stayed. He stayed in Philly. He said, "I'm going to stay here. Get my head knocked in because I'm I'm going to get Philly a championship. Right. I will die trying to get you guys a championship. Now, once I get that, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And he, and that's what happened. Yeah. The the minute the year he left. The year he won, he left and went to L.A. Right. You know, but, you know, acting, a lot of that played in the part well, of the and, game. And, and, like but but, but Will, L.A. had all of the great players. He could have been left for L.A. Right. And, and it, what, if, what if after his first contract, four years in Philly, he loses to Boston. He has the 100-point game already. He's in his prime of prime. He's 25 years old. What if he goes to L.A. then? He could have left for, for L.A. then. He could have. zero championships, left for L.A. with all the great players. Jerry Rest, you name him. Blah, well, blah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 Won blah, five blah. or six, and Russell only would have had four or five himself, and it would have been a different story. Is we, that what you rather him do? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think but, winning but it, that championship in Philly mean it. Just, it meant way more than just going to LA with five or six other great players and just winning. Like that's the Kevin Durant model. I don't respect that model. It, okay, and to be fair, and I don't know if everybody knows, Wilt was a Philly guy. That's yeah. where he grew up. So you know, playing for the Sixers had a different appeal, and I get that. But but again, to go back to what we said, like before. You're defined by your decisions more than your talent. And that was a decision that Wilt made. And, and, and he basically, you know, lives with the consequence of that. He could have, you know, played out in a scenario where he had more titles than Bill Russell. And this conversation would never have happened because he would have the individual stats and stature plus comparable titles. Hands down. It's, we don't have this discussion 50 years after the fact. But he chose not to do that for whatever reasons. And, you know, he's dead now, but, I mean, it, it, perhaps he was satisfied that, that, with the road that he took. But there is going to be a cost to the road we take. You know, and Kevin Durant's paid a cost. I mean, there's still this narrative that, oh, you didn't, did, you know, you've never won without the Warriors and without Steph and without all this great team. And, and that kind of, that has a say in his stature in the game. And, I mean, you've been very critical of him, and, and I agree with a lot of what you say on that. But his, you know, his standing in the game, and, and here's the thing, his standing is only going to go downhill. Yeah. It's not going to go any further. No. You know, Talking about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, the choices that he made. He could have stayed with the Warriors, kept yeah. them more violent. It would have been, yeah, you know? for him, it's, he might as well just stay with the Warriors. Because, and I because, thought at the because time. Because that narrative dies after yeah. a couple more rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. after one more, maybe. Yeah, you know, and you just get that thing. And it's like, but he you know, he chose the road that he chose, and he's going to have to live with the consequences. Yeah. Now. It just is what it is, you know. I, I mean, LeBron, for his part, you know, like he needed to leave Cleveland. Yeah, and he went. He got a couple rings in Miami. Then he comes back to Cleveland. Yeah. He does. I think he needed to leave Miami at that point. I, mean, I do too. Yeah, there, there was a feeling that Miami was tapped out at that point, and yeah. he moved on. I mean, LeBron. I mean, for whatever you want to say about him, he has always recognized when the team is shit. When it's time, <laughs> <laughs> when it's time. <laughs> and he's always left a turd in the bowl. Nope, I nope. mean, <laughs> yeah, man hasn't flushed in his life. <laughs> It just is what it is. I mean, you know, he relishes, hey, man, <laughs> I need to go. 
yeah, his timing's impeccable, there's, man. There's, there's no holding down the fort. <laughs> yeah, the so he's not circling the wagons at all. <laughs> he's he's getting out and going. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, but that's you know, it is what it is. I mean, there's, you know, I, I mean, I we kind of can't escape. Did you play to win? That's that's what it is. And you know, to me, even guys that have never gotten a title, like. Put yourself in position to do that. I'm going to interject it because that's a great point. I was watching this clip from uh, T-Mac. He was in an interview, and he was they asked him about his time in Orlando. And he was like, man, you know, I, I loved Orlando Magic. You know, they were the ones that believed in me, gave me a chance because I wasn't starting in Toronto. Right, yeah. There was questions around the league about what I could do and things like that. Orlando believed in me. We got there. He says he got there, and they did well in the beginning forming the team. They drafted – um. Uh, the shooter. Um, I want to say Mike Miller, but I know that's not. I don't think that's. Yeah, it was. Yeah, him, they were buddies at right? the time. Yeah, Mike Miller. So they drafted yeah, him, Florida. and they got him, and then you know, and then eventually the free agent with Grant Hill. At the time, he was very excited about. Of course, it didn't work out. Well, no, they, they came together. Yeah, that with Grant Hill, but Grant Hill was damaged goods. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, so, so I'm just that saying. That was tough. In the beginning, like things were working out into his favor, but after a while, they traded Mike. They started making bad moves. And then he's like, man, this city believed in me. I did a lot for it. It's been successful. It's been good for my career. But I, I can't stay here for this. You know, uh, 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 you know, I can't stay here for this. Now, T-Mac is a guy with, like, literally what you just said, never won. But at that point in his career, it's like, I need to move and make a change and try. Yeah. And, and Houston, on paper, was a better fit and had more things going on. I time. still, like, to me, the, the irony is that, the, that Dwight came here. Yeah. Like, like and if he if he'd if he somehow stayed out, out, he would have got an eight or nine year <laughs> run with a healthy Dwight, which yeah, was yeah, yeah. which was a which hell was, of a thing. Was, was you know, as much as we we clown on Dwight, like yeah. his initial part of his career was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he went and Yao Ming. It was was just, I mean if you yeah, Tracy McGrady, a tremendous individual talent. He comes here with the idea of playing with Grant Hill and there was a real close Tim Duncan. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about. That. I'm talking about like yeah, yeah that, that close. That would have been like the original <laughs> super team, like yeah. whatever. And then you know that like Tim Duncan stays. Grant Hills never really gets healthy at the same time McGrady was playing. And then again, he reassessed it, looked at his man, you know Yao Ming and Houston, and let's let's go do that. And meanwhile, Dwight comes here and plays great for eight years, and Yao Ming. Always seem to be hurt, and they never really fulfilled on the promise that. Not as you said, I wish they would have asked him about that because Dwight was really right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, I think and, he's and, got and a one-year gap. And, maybe. And, 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 and but you know, maybe the the Magic are a little better. T Max stays; they don't bottom out and get the pick. Yeah, yeah, that, but, but a lot you know, of things go. A lot of that. things goes into that. But they yeah. would have been a bad team. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah know, for sure. No, nah, that was that was funny so, though. Yeah, yeah it really fascinating the way all this stuff sort of plays out. The, but but again, I mean, like that's why, like, and it it's. You know, short-sighted or whatever like for the guys that just make it work yeah and and that they find a way to get the title or be in a situation where they get multiple titles like you can't underestimate how special that is no you and can't. there's an element of good fortune there's an element of organizational support and then of course there's an element of individual performance and you know, to me like when i look at it and I, you know, I, I never, I didn't play at any level of any significance. Uh, I've coached in high school, um, and you know, coaching some other events and stuff like that. But to me, there's, there's a special vibe that happens when you're the last team standing. Yeah. Even in a final, like when everybody else is shut down and you're still playing, and that's, that's a huge, huge feeling. 
And to me, like if you go your whole career as a very good player and all you've ever done is watch other people play in June, that would drive me insane. Yeah. Just not to be a part of that show. Year in and year out. Yeah. I mean, and like to me, I would be desperate to do whatever it takes to get to a situation. That is if you have that, that thing inside of you. If you if you if if that's the type, you know, some of these yeah. a lot of these guys are just they're fine with the paycheck and what the the, the to game get, can to get the bad crew. Yeah, to get the bad crew. Secure their bad crew. <laughs> Which I I don't relate crew. to them. I don't yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it can't and I I mean, fuck, I said it a million times. It's like securing the bad like you're you're not going, you know, from like minimum wage <laughs> to $200 million. Yeah. It might be $180 million instead of $200 million. Yeah. You know, at that point, like, you know, people will still eat. There will be a roof, <laughs> warm, warm water, indoor plumbing. I mean, let's not, you know, let's not get crazy here. You still have uh, hot water. Yeah, right? man. You're still taking vacations. To, you so know, blessed for hot water. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, while, while, while we were just talking about the magic, I, I, I have some... Um, um, I have some great like relationship and uh, entertainment type stuff to talk about, but I, I, you know, let's just we got the just, magic right just here. Just go ahead and call it great. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think it will be. Um, uh, the Orlando Magic have been playing, you know, really good ball. Now we're here in Orlando. Now we've been doing this podcast for a while, and uh, we don't, we don't talk a ton about Orlando Magic, but you know, Pink has a thing. He doesn't like to talk a ton about bad teams yeah that's in any sport and so we don't spend a ton of time talking about bad teams well that's not the case this year as this magic team they're young they're improving they're developing and uh, you can kind of see where this thing is going and 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 a magic are a team where they have all of their assets they haven't moved anything and uh, they've done it the i won't say the right way it's just a, you know it's just you know a, a they, they, they've just started in-house to develop their own guys, and then they'll have options ahead of them how they want to improve the team and take it to the next level. The, well, the, I mean, the, the most economic way to build your team is through the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the Magic have done that. Like, they went many years without being able to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they may, They had some misses along the, um, you know, along yeah, but, the way. But, you, I mean, you, you have to say at this point that, that um, you know, Paula was a terrific pick, Yeah, that Wagner was a terrific pick. Yeah. And then I, you know, like the next tier of guys, like Suggs hasn't blown me away, but he's sort of worked himself into a, a, a good role. professional player. Yeah. And Cole Anthony's another guy. Like he's, you know, you might have probably when he was picked hoped for more, but he's a guy now off the bench, off the comfortable bench. with the role. And and now there's a, they're a team that's very deep and versatile, and they're even getting a contribution from Jonathan Isaac, who is another guy who that was I love a now. high pick. He showed some pretty good promise, but then was like devastated with a couple of injuries. Back to back to back injuries. To the point that you really felt like, I don't think this guy's ever going to be able to be an effective contributor at all. Facts. And I have a lot of respect for players. And the first guy that comes to mind for me is Sean Livingston, mm. that kind of had that just, you know, horrible injury, literally years of not being able to play, and then salvage this piece of a career that was very good in, in Golden State. That's a great example. And um, you, it feels like Jonathan Isaac, a little bit of that. And the other guy that you have to look at is uh, Fultz. And yeah. he's also in that thing of just, you know, at the top pick in the draft, things couldn't have gone worse in Philadelphia from a health standpoint and, and eventually a mental standpoint. And that guy has had the mental toughness to work through all of that and become a good NBA player. Yeah. And so it's 
it's really a team that, and for years, they just seem to be a collection of random players. But now there seems to be a, like an identity to them. And it fits together. And you've got these guys that have overcome injuries and are kind of like young veterans. And then you've got the actual young players on the team that have talent and are kind of playing up to their draft pick status. And it's it's really been impressive, man. It, it really has been. And and for the for the Magic fantasy, a lot of these guys, once you have a young team that you believe in and become somewhat successful, you become attached to all of these players. And there's going to come a time where they're going to have to spend some money to really improve this team. And or, I don't or to know. keep it together. Or to keep you're, it you're uh, together. You're, you're going to have a fork in the road. At some point, these guys are going to be coming due for – as long as the – you know, if you continue to progress, and I think they're, what, the two or maybe three seed in the – Right now, yeah, yeah. yeah if, if, if they go two, three years at this relative level, all these guys are going to feel like they need more money. More money, but not, not, not that it'll break you. Like, OKC has guys that it could break them. Yeah. Like, like they they have about three or four max players. But, but over the there. way the, the, the way the max the way the max works though, like a, like a lot. I mean, they'll probably have to pay Paulo and play. They have to pay Paulo and Wagner. Wagner, probably. I'm not sure about. Here's the thing: in a in a vacuum, I agree, don't do it. But in the market of the NBA, you, it, probably, you probably have, have to. to. Yeah, probably have and to. And then in some of these other guys, it, like they're, they're going to look and you know maybe a guy like Suggs is going to be, hey, I'm a role player here. I think I got more yeah, in me yeah. than that. You know, and, maybe and, Cole develops into maybe the the top the top six man in the league. Right, and there's and a then, lot of uh, things they'll, they'll either yeah. you know, the money's going to have to be spent one of two ways: either they're going to have to spend it to keep what they feel is a good core, or they're going to be close enough to feel that they're one big piece away well, and have to spend it. That's there. still that's still a part of my point because yeah, yeah. because when you one big piece away and you spend it there, my point is one of these guys are, are going to have to probably leave the team. Yeah, and I don't know what position group for the Magic you would even upgrade to that degree. Is it the guard position? But but those guys I feel like are the biggest fan favorites between Markel, Cole, and Suggs. Like you know, the Magic fans love those guys. But I think if I had to guess or if I had to pick a position group to upgrade to take this team to the next level, whenever that they plan to do that, I think it's at the point guard position. Do you agree or? I look at it differently in the sense of I, I'm going to look at it and say, like, who's available? Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. and I think, like, if you look at, like, a free agent class or you yeah. look at, like, a disgruntled star class, that's what you're going to make the decision on. And I, I think it'll be less position-oriented than quality of that, guy. Quality of that guy. You know, like, I don't know who it is. You know, like, and again, it's, you know, like, this, this past season, it was, it was Dame. Yeah. And, like, so that was the guy. Everyone kind of knew there's probably a move here. And then, you know, are you looking at the pieces going, all right, do I want to get in on this? I don't know who that next guy is going to be. Maybe it's like a Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. And, you know, because whatever, it's, you know, it's Ant's team. He does, you know, whatever. whatever the case may be. And then, okay, we got to make a decision. Is that what we want? Are we, you know, we want to go all in for that. Some other names bubbling are Zion. Yeah, another one. Yeah. Zach Levine. I wouldn't do anything for Zach Levine. Me either. He's a good NBA Siakam. player. Siakam. Yeah, I just don't think that that you don't you don't bring a Zach Levine to, to a team magic. that's Orlando and have a difference. No, to me he's maybe a third guy. Yeah, 
But again, he's a high volume scoring third guy, which is an odd fit for for even a very he'll good he'll, team. he'll come to the Magic wanting to be the man and take every shot. And- yeah, it's, it's one of two things. He's yeah. either going to be come to the Magic w- with in his mind, I'm the number one, <laughs> yeah. and that'll probably go horribly wrong. Yeah, or he goes to a real genuine contending team, like right ready, you know, ready to roll team, but he'll have to accept being like the third guy. But a third guy high volume scorer, like that's not. A historical precedent for success? No, not at all. You know, especially when your top guy or second guy is, uh, is offensive player. You know what I mean? Uh, well, um, the, the reality is, most ones and twos are, 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 are high efficiency they, they, offensive yeah, guys. Like are. that's what it is. It, there, there's been times in, in in past when it hasn't been the case, but yeah, that's 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 definitely usually, especially in today's NBA. That's that's definitely probably the case there. Yeah. But yeah, so we're we're, we're going to track we're going to track the Magic, see where they go out. You, you definitely just got to love this team. They're number one in defense right now. They're the number one defensive team in the league. Um, you know, um, offensively, I think they're like ranked number 13, 14th right now, which is uh, as high as they've they've been uh, since probably the Dwight years. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Now, as far as where they can, where they will probably ultimately end up in the standings, I think they will avoid the the play, and it's still so early, right? So I and, and, and you know, I know the Orlando Magic fans are loving it. They're tearing up the Papa Johns in the area. And uh, I'm not sure how long Papa John's is going to keep this I, I, wait, alive. Please ride that one so you go out of business. <laughs> Papa John's is garbage. Man. That is trash. Oh, they should give it away, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should just they should just close up and be done with it. Take your special ingredients and burn them. The beautiful thing about what the Magic is, I don't believe in either the middle of the pack teams in the East. I, I just, I've never been a fan of the Knicks and what they have. Julius Randle is just a mess. Um, uh, for him to be a max player, it's, it's just a, it's. I, I would shoot myself in the face if I was a I could, fan of the New York Knicks. Really, you wouldn't just pick another team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of blow my own head off. <laughs> just out of options. <laughs> out of options. The Knicks are out of options. I, Miami Heat. Who, who I realistically that? think that the the Magic could probably get to four. Yeah, hold hold it for. I mean, they're ahead of that right now. Yeah, I think over the I long think so, haul, man. Boston, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee are probably the top three, and and you know, over the eighty two games that should show itself. But I think four is very much in play for the Magic if they don't implode. And what's interesting before the season, I forgot which Orlando Magic fan I was talking to, but I I posed I posed that exact question like, hey, was it Law? Nah, <laughs> she, 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 just, she just hopped on the train. Fan, fan, fine. Fake ass fan. <laughs> so I want to buy jerseys. Um, I was talking. It's like, what team can you guys see yourselves like? Literally, you know, you know, being better than. And he's naming all these teams: Atlanta, Cleveland, Brooklyn. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but but now I'm looking at it like, why can't they? Like, why can't they? Yeah. End up being a better team, you know, than Atlanta and all those teams I just named. And Indiana is is, is interesting. Um, right now they're on a historical offensive pace. They're the number one offensive team in the league, but their defense is atrocious. They're like uh, next to last or something. Yeah, but, I love but like, like you pointed out though, like the, the Magic, 
there's a substance to what they're doing. Yeah. Like metrically they're doing good defensively, metrically they're doing good offensively. There's that substance. They're not like they're playing good basketball. Yeah, it's not a flashing thing. Yeah, it's, it's not some hokey thing that that's not sustainable. I actually met Jamal Mosley. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was at uh, B. Rich's son's flag football game. Oh, okay. Mosley's son plays for them as well. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I made some incredible coaching adjustments in the playoff run. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I got my full due. That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> B. Rich, I'm sending you this clip. <laughs> I literally, I made, like, start the second half of one of the games, I made a single adjustment the very first play, touchdown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was and awesome. who was you? Were you coaching the B Riches? B Riches? Yeah, I, I was helping with B Riches thing, and I okay, was like, okay. the, the way this other team was aligned, I saw an opportunity, and I, like it wasn't one of the plays that they kind of like had run, but I'm like, here's what you need to do: like get this guy. We want to hit the ball here, and and it, it was touchdown. So you're diverse. You're football and basketball coach. I started in football, bro. <laughs> okay. I did coaching. Yeah, oh, that was okay. my first coaching experience. Was football. Okay. I remember when I coached Pop, one of my kids were here. Like, yeah. we're, we're small. No, they're still here. Um, <laughs> um, but the craziest thing, like, so I didn't realize this, but so, like, the, you're coaching, and then, like, they tell me, yeah, you know, we have a guy that goes and films the other team, and so, like, every week you're going to have film. Uh-oh. Michigan, still... Michigan uh, allegations. No, no, no. It was, <laughs> it was all above board. But I was just like, I, I was like, you you're, you're serious That's like, next like level, th- this is this is like stealing yeah. candy from a baby <laughs> like i assumed that every other team was doing this too yeah and so every time i would like to start games and throughout games i would run the same stuff but i'd run it from different formations so it was never the same yeah but these other idiots are so stupid <laughs> they run everything this, from the same thing same. and so i'm just like the second like they set up in something i'm like hey this is gonna be a reverse we're on the reverse <laughs> <laughs> They could, you know, fucking kids are six years old. They couldn't check out of it, <laughs> and we just loaded up and smashed them. It was like this was ridiculous. It was like it was literally like, it was like having all the answers to the test. It was, like, I felt like Mike Ross from Suits, taking a bar for the 80th time. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Ross, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast, Bubba and Pink, home of sports music and mayhem. All right, um, let's get to a little fun here. Then we'll come back to sports. <laughs> like sports is drudgery and hard work. I know, right? No, um, you ain't playing. <laughs> there was this clip I saw, and um, it, what what it was is this, 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 I guess it's somewhat of an interview, and this guy's talking to this lady, and she's explaining how they did some type of uh, poll where it's like, okay, the men, they polled the men, and there were only like three things men would look for in relationships or dating or when they're trying to date a woman and take her out or whatever. And it was like something about like good looks. She's going to explain the video, but good looks and two other things or something. But when they pulled the women about like things that they need as, you know, in a man, you know, to, for a successful date or relationship, it was, it was like a whole, a whole list of like <laughs> things that it, I'm going to play the video. So you guys see what they yeah. will, we'll, we'll react to it. Focus based on a survey where men and women were asked if they got 80% of everything they want in their ideal mate, would they be happy with that? And women said, no, that's settling. And men said, 80%, I'd be thrilled, that's a catch. And so, 80% of the women you surveyed is settling? That's settling because, you know, the question is, what actually makes us happy in long-term romantic love? 
And, you know, that's the question that I explore in the book. And I'm a journalist, so I went out and I asked neurobiologists about chemistry, and I asked behavioral economists about demographics, and I asked marital researchers. What are women too picky about here? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, men and women were asked what would be a deal breaker for going on a second date. And men named three things. They said she has to be cute enough. She doesn't have to look like Angelina Jolie. She just has to be cute enough. She has to be warm and kind. And she has to be interesting to talk to. Those seem like really valid criteria. Ding, 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 ding. Pretty simple. Right. Uh Okay, reasonable, right? The women came back with 300 things that would rule out a guy for a second date. And we're talking about like another two hours and maybe a free dinner. And they wouldn't do it. And there were things like, he wore a brown belt with black shoes. Or we were having a really good time and I thought he was cute and he was interesting, but then he went, he did this Austin Powers impression and I just can't get that out of my mind and I can't go out with him again. Austin Powers guy could be the love of her life. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That was great, right? <laughs> that is great. Does no, that, does I, that pretty just, much sum it up for you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like the, the what men are from Mars, women from Venus. Like, that's, you're just, it's two different things. It just literally is. You're, you know, guys are looking for one thing and women are looking for something completely different. And that's why all these relationships are miserable. Like, in all seriousness. Like, I mean, I, it is what it is, but you're just sitting there and it's like you're, you know, you you just you want some good coochie. You you want serviceable conversation, and you want to you, you basically want peace. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. And then the women like yeah, like fixate on belts and shoes. And, <laughs> I mean, unless you like to get spanked, I mean, I don't know what else we need to worry about my belt for. I mean, like that's you know, I don't know. You prefer to get spanked with a black belt? I mean, <laughs> yeah, just like you know. It's crazy, but I I think I don't know. I think it's like there's like a princess syndrome with women. Mm. I think that they're a lot of times raised in a way to kind of like view their life as kind of like a princess fairy tale story, and that they want that to be played out in real life. And a lot of times, I think when you're in a relationship, I think that's why you don't even feel sometimes like you're a part of the relationship. That you're just playing a role of a character who's supposed to do certain things and react certain ways. And then when you don't react that way, like, and they get mad at you, it's like, you know, hey, I missed the reading. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I wasn't at there when we went over that part of the script. I'm on my own. Like, it just, it's, I think that's it happens a lot, you know, and yeah. it's just like, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of guys about it. Like, you, you have a feeling like, okay, you're just kind of this, like, playing a role in this bigger picture that she has for the fantasy of her life. And then, you know, again, when you're not in compliance with that, they tend to get unhappy. Yeah, that's that's I was um, I was um, talking to this to this girl and she may be watching now. That's why I'm stuttering a little bit. <laughs> I've never seen you nervous. Actually, I have. But no, but it was. Talk about <laughs> but she was basically telling me a story, a dating story that she had. Yeah. And um, and she was saying how she was they went out for a drink. And she was like, oh, I really didn't want to go out with this guy, but I went out anyhow. That's the first red flag. Like, Come yeah. on. Don't go out with a guy if you really don't want to go out with him. If you're not ten toes in, <laughs> stay home. And she's like, cook it, your own food. <laughs> and she's like, we go out and um, you know go out and get drinks. He asks me to go out and get drinks, so he picks me up. We go out, have drinks, right? So she she picks her up. They go out, they have drinks. 
Now listen. My idiot. I no, 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 because that, that's a part, that's a part of the story. I'm gonna circle back to that. That's okay. why I wanted to make sure I got that in. I felt attacked, but okay. So he 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 bought the first drink. Everything's good. The second drink, he asks her. He's like, "Hey, you want to buy us a drink?" He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, of course, that's not really, you know, typically how things will go. And, and even me, I, you know, if I'm taking a woman out, I'm going to pay, whatever, just to avoid the, the BS, whatever, and I want coochie, so whatever. <laughs> and that's just what we're told to do. You have to pay for the date. You have to do this. Whatever. But just, this guy. Just imagine you get to the end of that date when you, you uh, you know, you, you asked for her to buy a round, and, and she's like, man, I was going to bang the hell out of you, but you asked me to buy that round. <laughs> <laughs> I just ended it right there. Well, yeah, so that got a, that completely threw her off, like, when, when he proposed that. She buys it, right? But as soon as she buys it, then she becomes, like, you know, detached from conversation. She's checked out. She's checked out. Yeah. And then, like. She's on her phone. <laughs> Scrolling through Instagram. Now, once she's detached, it becomes detached from conversation and things like that. Eventually, he gets he just gets up like he's going to the bathroom, but he just leaves. <laughs> he completely leaves. And then, you know, she has to Uber home or whatever. And um, <laughs> But that's like, you know, I don't think that's, I don't know. I don't, I, that's not something I would do. But I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. He buys the first round. It's a first date. First time, you you know, talking to this person. You know, you guys are not having any sexual relationships or anything. He, he, he buys the first drink. Then he, I guess, I don't know if he was testing her or I don't know if he didn't have enough money for a second drink. I have no <laughs> idea what the situation is. But he asked her to buy, a second, you know, to buy the second round of drinks. What's so fucking terrible about that? I, I, to me, I, it just sounded awful when you said it. It <laughs> sounded terrible. I, I, you know, I generally feel that if you ask a person out to do yeah, something, yeah, 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 you're yeah. going to pick that up. Yeah. You know, unless there's something that, you know, like about it where like that, you know, at the inception, if, if you know, you ask somebody, hey, let's go grab some drinks. And they're like, yeah, hey, that's cool. But I'm getting my, you know, if unless it's on front like that, you d- you just bite the bullet and, and pay. Yeah. You know that I just don't. It just that just sounded awful. Like, yeah. Hey, do you want to get us a drink? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, you know. Yeah, it's definitely not a page in my playbook. Yeah. But I just don't think that that's the worst thing in the world. That's all. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it definitely like you like it's it's tone deaf. Like there's no way you do that like you don't think you think that that's going to go over well. Yeah. I just can't imagine that. That's just wild to me. <laughs> you know, that's like it's it's like a, it almost feels like a self-sabotage move. Yeah. Like maybe he already got a bad vibe and he's just like, "All right, I got around. I don't want to deal with this." <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I really yeah. probably that's the thing. Yeah, so that's a good let one. me kind of I want to get out of this so there's nothing that's going to get me out quicker than her having to spend <laughs> some money. <laughs> so let me do this and yeah. But that process treatment, that's interesting. Um a thought process as well because I we, we all know, yeah, that's how a lot of women are raised and fought up you know the world is yours and you you're supposed to get everything how you want it when you want it and how you, you know and and, but, and and as a father of like a daughter like yeah. you know like i knew i was guilty of that like yeah. as it was happening you know you, your daughter says oh dad you know whatever and like you're just like yeah whatever you're trying to make you it know? happen and slowly over time my daughter will confirm like that's kind of gotten away <laughs> there's a lot of no's you know in her life sadly but like you know that's that's you know at some point you're just kind of like yeah yeah you know it's like i don't know yeah it's hard you know you just you it just it happens without you thinking when you're a dad and, you know, because, again, there's a part of you 
when you're a dad, you're like, man, I want my kids to be prepared to deal with real stuff. And, you know, real stuff is part of adversity. So I don't want to create this overly sheltered environment and sense of entitlement. But I don't know. It just ends up you do. (laughs) (laughs) It just hurts, man. It's tough. Oh, man. All right. um, Let's go to the next one here. Um, Let's see here. Hold on. Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. Matter of fact, let's get to our uh, one of our sponsors here, Royal13thebrand.com. Uh, Royal13thebrand.com. If you use promo code Bubba Pink, uh, you'll be fresh heading to this cold winter. Uh, looks like we might have a cold one here. And uh, wherever you're at, you can use promo code Bubba Pink and get those clothes at a discount. Do they have overnight delivery? Because it's gotten cold this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold this morning. I and then, it was a couple days this week. Yeah, yeah, a couple, bit. couple of days like, this man, week. Man, what are we doing? A couple well, of days. Was, this week. A week, was it like a week ago we had like rain most of the week. Yeah, man, it like was, all yeah, the whole like week, the whole day, all day. For <laughs> it was crazy. Days. It was, yeah. uh, it was crazy. I said, uh, if I was a, if I was a handier person, I would have been building an ark. <laughs> I said, man, um, imagine uh, being on the ark though. Yeah, we got two of y'all just to <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's what this is all about. Like, whatever you are, you're a goat. You're the fuck it up. You're a tiger. Have at it, buddy. You're me. Damn sure I'm getting it. And you have no other choice. That's it's what only, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. This is your job. Is it, like, man. do your job. This is it. Bang it out. Live rounds. <laughs> Shoot up the club. That's pretty wild, man. It is very wild. I think the arc was underrated historically. I think so. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't have enough uh, uh, parables or movies uh, uh, about it. You yeah. Know? It, it could have been. You got to think that. some cross species fucking happened, too. I had to. Damn. Why not? You're right there. Try it out. Yeah. They're on that, they're on that thing for a very long time. A lot of those animals aren't too smart either. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I thought you were a goat. I, didn't, I don't know you were a dog. <laughs> like, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> um, you, do, you, you think Noah and his old lady was doing a lot of, a lot of screwing? Hell yeah! On that boat? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, you got the kids there, right? What kids? kids? Right? They didn't have any kids. No, that's why they had to get on the boat and screw. Yeah, yeah. That was their job too. They had to replenish. Yeah, the, the, the whole population. Yeah. They got a lot of responsibility. <laughs> Why not get started on the boat? Yeah. yeah. Jesus, though. I mean, really, if you think about it, we're all the products of incest after that. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it started with Adam and Eve. That's yeah. true. Damn. Double, double double levels of incest. Double levels. Tough for humanity, man. It is. Wow. And we, and we all, came out, my day. all came out different colors. That's right. Amazingly. <laughs> Speaking different languages. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> What else is great is that this is there's this guy over here in OKC. Oh. <laughs> speaking of, that's, that's the, yeah, speaking of, right? No, no, but Josh Giddy of OKC Thunder. He's a young, uh, up and coming forward, a guard, uh, whatever you want to call him. I, I got cussed out because I called Jimmy Butler a guard, so you have to be Who careful. Cussed you out over that. <laughs> you have to be careful about these things. Some guys they take these positions very serious. So I don't know what it was. Whatever My, modern basketball is positionless. Yeah, I know, what, I know. What dinosaur are you arguing with? I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but Josh Getty, this upcoming guard slash forward here, and um, and he's getting into some trouble here. Where, um, if, if you've been under a rock, where he's been with the underage guy, I'm going to play this quick video here. They were going to we're going to talk about it here. Is, is Josh, Josh Giddy Carl Malone 2.0? 
This is how Josh Giddy potentially ruined his career. Josh Giddy is an Australian NBA player drafted in 2021. He has had a promising career becoming the youngest player to record a triple-double only being 19. Recent allegations suggest he has had a relationship with a 15-year-old girl while he was 19 at the time. Was she lying about her age? Remember these are still allegations. Right, so there you go. That's a quick snapshot of what's going on with Josh Giddy. Now, it's been whispers and then rumors and then conversations about it. But and the NBA initially said they were going to look into it, and now the the the, the newest update is that you know the police is finally going to investigate Josh yeah. here and see exactly what, what what happened and what was going on. Yeah. Um. Um. Do, do you want to? I, I have a, a take on this. That's multifolded. Do you have uh, just why? Well, my read? take is uh, he's potentially the uh, R. Kelly of the NBA with ten percent of the talent. <laughs> Josh is good, man. He's, I mean, yeah, he's, not, he's not R. Kelly. Come type on, of, come know, on. I know, but he's good. All right, I'll, I'll say twenty-five percent. I'm not going higher than twelve-five. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. What is what is your layered take on Josh Giddy's? <laughs> My, court my, my my layered take desires. Number one, I, I I don't know. Shoot me in the head. I just don't think it's that bad. Really? I don't think it's that bad. You got fifteen, almost sixteen. Okay, and then you have a nineteen-year-old. A couple of things. Essentially, they could be in the same high school at the same time. Okay, <laughs> but 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 we know weren't. <laughs> We're talking three or four years difference. But he was in, in in Australia and she's in Southern California. We're talking three or four years. I'm just saying, essentially, they could be in high school at the same time. This is the time difference, the age difference we're talking about here, and 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 you know, yeah, maybe he didn't know. Even if he did know, it's it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing in the world. You know, he's a couple of years older. I mean, you know, he's, he's a young guy. It's I don't think this is not like pedophilia. You know, it's not it's not. Um, I don't think it reaches that level. I mean, he's a young guy. He's a teenager, for God's sake. And he's just with another young. He's with a younger person. No, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It, but it, it's not terrible. And, and hold on, okay. really quick here. Because the second part of that is because you got all these people on social media. Oh, they, they 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 throw away and lock the key for John Moran and and these guys and it's because he's white and this that's I think that's 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 so crazy to me also because it's just I don't I just don't think it's that bad so that's why I don't believe extreme measures has been taken will he be suspended probably so he probably will be suspended he probably there probably will be some sort of fine or. I don't know if any jail time will come of this, but there will be some penalty, and there should be some penalty. But it, there, there, there's not going to be anything of extreme measure taken. I don't think it should be. Okay. Um, I do believe that that if this is a sexual relationship, that it is pedophilia. I believe that. Um, I do think that this is this is disturbing. You think it's, you think it's the level of disturbing? If there were sexual relations involved. If that's the case, and I don't, I mean, if it's something, again, I don't, I don't want to speculate too much because it is an allegation. But let let's just say that this is uh, some sort of like just 
general friendship mentorship that has evolved between these two people and there's absolutely no sexual or intimate component to it let's just hypothetically it's allegations let's say that no problem at all but if this is any way sexual it's 100 percent pedophilia if she's 15 years old and you're 19 that's a huge gap like just developmentally mentally all that stuff and especially when you're Josh Giddy and you're 19 years old, but you've like been playing professional basketball like in Australia before you ever got to the USA. You're moving in NBA circles for the last two years. Well, that's the whatever. next. That's the and next piece not, of it, though. But but like you like he's from Australia. That that's what they do. The legal no no it's not a joke. The no, legal no, age is no, fifteen we go, sixteen. We know it was sixteen and seventeen. We looked it well, up. Sixteen. The that's, show. That's, that's, who knows? Maybe her birthday is the next but, day. But like, they, like they also sixteen. Said, they also said that you know, and and again contextually, contextually, and I think that there's a big gap here because of like the way Josh has lived, like being in a professional environment from nineteen or from eighteen probably. That's different than like a guy who's like in high school together. With Listen, when they say that, that means if you're 40 or 50 years old, you can be with a 16 year old. That's what that means. So like that's that's their culture. That's what they grew up on. Like like yeah. and also there's a couple of places here, I believe. And I don't want to get that motto because I have to Google and everything. But we know for sure uh, there, are, there are many places in Australia where 16 is that age limit. Right. Is the age whatever. Uh, um. And so, with that being said, we have to give this man a little. You gotta give him a little break. I don't think it's pedophilia or or disturbing, if that's what he grew up on, his culture, where he's from, yeah, things like you that. You can't excuse that. that, that. that. If if you that, if you that, grow, that matters. If, if you grow up in a racist household, are we supposed no, to? No, that's not the same. That's not, that's, that's How? not the same. That's not the How? same. How? Because we're talking about something that is a law, a past law. By your by your government, like yeah, slavery if, was oh, legal. Oh, 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 I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if we're talking, yeah, eighteen nineteen hundreds, early eighteen nineteen hundreds, and you grew up in a racist household and you can own slaves, yes, that is okay. That is okay if you grew up three, four, five years old and you grew up in that environment and it is still legal. Like I don't blame those kids growing up to be racist. That's what they grew up to be, and it was legal at that time. But that what, is a good comparison. But what do we know about Josh Giddy's upbringing? We know that there's a law that says you, you know, people can have intimacy. That's it. That's enough to know. Okay. That's not. That's enough to know. That's not because, like, personally, I'm not comfortable in a society with 30 and 40 year old dudes banging out 16 and 17 year olds. But that's what's happening over there. And it's happening maybe, here maybe, too. maybe, maybe, it's maybe, happening, maybe. But it's maybe, happening maybe. here too. I don't want to say. No, and, you know, but no. I, and, and I don't think that it happens with great regularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. weird. It's yeah. not cool. Like right. if you, I mean, if you, and I, and that's, that's the thing. Fuck the law. Like, I don't care what the law is. There are things that transcend the law and that are right and wrong. And I'm telling you, if I'm like at the mall and like there's a guy my age or your age and they're walking around with a, Clearly, sixteen. It's unnerving. Girl, it's, 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 this it's, it's, is not it's disturbing. what we want. Right, right, right. Now, yeah, now, like and listen. And I'm not saying. I'm what I am saying is bad, and it is wrong. I'm, I want to make sure that's clear. What I'm saying, I don't think it reaches the level of pedophilia or disturbing. That's my. But but see, here's and, but it. here's where here's where I'm going with this, and and why I think it is a huge problem, because if this is Josh Giddy's taste. If he is drawn to these younger, right on the fringe line girls, 
And again, this is not like a sheltered dude, and this is always ever known. He's he's 18, 19 years old. He's also what else like, is he supposed to like? He's traveled the world. Like he has some experience. That, 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 that doesn't matter. He that has access to other women. He does, but all women. He has access to all of the 16, exactly. 17, and 18. This, and, and, and that that like my, what my point is is this is a guy that is that is traveled that has a certain degree of celebrity that can attract women not you know not being homo here or whatever he seems like a reasonably attractive guy there's nothing wrong with him and if he is choosing to be with the younger girls like that ain't changing. That's his taste. Now, that's R. Kelly territory. That's Michael Jackson. It is territory. if there's multiple. That's what that is. Like and, and maybe and who knows? Maybe this is like you know how this happens. It happens where there's one case and then sometimes a door opens. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then who knows? Yeah. Now if that's the case, I'm with you. I will change. New information will change my take and my my uh, my. But but I I mean I, to me but I say one girl. I to me I say be prepared for that because that's that's what this. It's the table like, it's on the table that's what it feels but, like. but but at the moment one girl like who knows like you said who knows how this situation came about how they met what's been going on how long they've been talking well, if they even having sex we don't even know that so who knows right if it's one girl it's come on man everybody's got to have a first uh, yeah, I'm. A serial, I, I agree. A, a serial killer's got to kill a first I, person. I agree. If the door opens, I'm with you. Yeah, and I to me, I really think that that's. But let's go with what we know now. If it's one girl, you still yeah. reach the pedophilia disturbance yeah. level. Yeah. Just, based on based on who he is and and what we what we do know about his life experience. Yeah. I mean, again, it, like there's there's 18 and 19 year old guys that have never left their hometown. Yeah. But this is a guy that's played pro basketball in his country. Traveled extensively, plays and lives in a whole nother country. Like he's had access to women, he's been in situations. And do we know and if he played one year of college ball or did he? No, no, he came from, from Australia. Over there. Came yeah, from yeah, Australia, yeah. yeah, and and was playing you know pro level ball yeah, over there. Yeah. So like he's been, he's been probably. And this is weird too because maybe this I don't even know if, it, but it's probably it's not necessarily sexual. But he's actually been like in the presence of probably older men. Like playing grown man basketball since he was probably fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, you know, and and I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to draw a correlation between playing basketball with grown ups and then going the other way with young girls. <laughs> but I, I just, this is very disturbing because the the fact that this is where he's at, you know, really strongly suggests that this is a taste of his, and it's not a taste that's acceptable to me in society. Mm. Um, you know, that's it. I mean, again, there is to me the only safe place in this is if they look into it and it's not sexual at all and it's just some sort of you know funky friendship, but but the, just platonic and whatever. But if it's anything more than that, th this I honestly like you know, g get rid of the guy mm. because it's you, people don't rehab from that. Pink is not. It's not, you don't. That, it's not to that degree. It's not to that degree. You can't now. compare that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, we, I, I don't like. We don't. Come on, man. We don't know. Like, we don't know if he's he's scrolling two, three, four, five, six, ten, but twenty of saying, these girls. Listen, that, dude, like, I'm just talking about if it really is just this one girl. But how? That's not likely. That's but but like, what if it is? What 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 is your take? What then? if we win the lottery? No, like, no, that's that's, 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 that's a crazy comparison. No, that's not, not what we're talking about. That's not it. <laughs> that's not crazy. We can't pin this guy to be screwing uh, 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 all of these fucking young girls. 
to compare that to winning the lottery. That's that's not a shot. Listen, listen. That's the, if he has a sexual interest in a fifteen or sixteen year old girl. That is what he's into, and he's going to be into that when he's twenty five. He's going to be into that when he's thirty five. He's going to be into that right before his funeral. I know you, you because human behavior would tell yeah. you that. But there are anomalies, and I, I and I think this guy can be one. I don't know him. I've never I, heard him in an interview. I, believe in <laughs> I, I don't know. I, guess I, I so. you know. I, I don't know. I'm just. I, You're a man of great. There uh, has to be some hope for humanity. <laughs> this has to be one hope it, for it's humanity. It's not found in OKC. <laughs> don't let me down, Josh. He do, not, has. do not let me down. He already has. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh, I, that's yeah. This is highly disturbing. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, uh, the NBA uh, didn't find much out, but the police, I'm sure they will. <laughs> NBA doesn't know. They're, they're not always the most competent guys. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, faith, your faith may be misplaced. They're not always the most competent guys. I mean, good grief, man. Yeah. But, you know, there's if plenty, it's, if plenty it's, of unsolved homicides that yeah. they're still looking around. What, what TMZ has solved we have, more. We have than... whole TV shows committed to their incompetence. <laughs> Well, if TMZ finds more, then we'll we'll, we'll find out. We we, we okay. trust that Devin Harvey guy in the TMZ show. <laughs> Trusted him. I've got faith in that guy. Not he'll, he'll not, find it. Not the league. Not not the police. If there's something there, he'll find it. I'm sure. I am sure. Um. All right. Let's move along here. Um. I. I let's let's go. But, to, uh, wait, I, I want to circle something? back to something though, because because you know there there is like you alluded to like kind of the race element in this. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, this has brought embarrassment to the league. At the end of the day, this has raised questions about Josh Giddey's character. And at the end of the day, if sexual translations transpired, it has harmed a person. It has harmed a minor in a serious and and irreparable way. Mm -hmm. So... I completely think a suspension would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. And perhaps a suspension longer than John Morant. Now, John Morant's judge, and I, I'm, I, I'm still on board that John Morant should have been suspended for a whole season. Me too. And, and I stand on that. And it, I don't, I'm not falling back from that when I say this. But, but if, if, this, if you know, there was some real substance to these allegations, he should be a year or more. And, and there should not be any grace because he's white and whatever. Um, because that this is actually, if true, more horrible than John Morant's shitty judgment. Because he didn't fire. No a gun one was armed. No yeah. one. No one was harmed. Yeah. Yeah. I did pull a gun on an underage kid. Though. Pulled a gun. Yeah. And I and I and that's why season that's, suspension that's, that's, is why I'm very comfortable with that. And again, I'm most comfortable with this is with the idea that that and my big rationale for the season long suspension was you got to take basketball away. And let this man almost make this man find himself, yeah. because his you know current path wasn't the right one, yeah. and he needs to to find himself and realize, hey, I either want to be a hooper and be as good as I can in this, and I need to clean up the rest of this stuff in my life if I can, or this other stuff's you know what I want to be. As hard as that is to imagine, that's some people conclude that in life, yeah, yeah. and we have to you know take that for what, take it, that is. For what it is. So, yeah. but I, and I do. If, if there's substance to this, I I would expect and, and will be disappointed, and and you can fairly question if it's race based, 
for him to, to yeah do based off what they decide yeah um yeah. and we know the nba takes a while with these type of things um and i'm sure they'll probably wait to see what the police uh, uh, along with their you know uh investigation they'll probably wait to see what the police comes up with the, as the, well the, one of the things that i look at as being like the toughest part of this is the girl because the, she's out there now is well, that what the, you're talking about? Well, both of this, because, like, if intimacy transpired, like, probably nobody was a direct witness to that. Like, that probably happened between the two of them. And if he denies it, which it's certainly in his best interest to do, you're left with her. And again, although it's, you know, we're not in the context of a criminal trial for rape, at least at this juncture, you know, a lot of women are reluctant to to testify in rape situations because, they feel they'll be further victimized, and particularly if it's in comparison to somebody perceived as a celebrity, um, you know, like the woman involved in the Kobe stuff. Like, there's a reluctance to get involved in that and offer information that they think can, you know, potentially leak out publicly or whatever. And that's, you know, they, they there's a situation where she may just shut down to the police, to the league, to whoever. And there's never going to be enough evidence to show anything conclusive. Is that is that president uh, 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 president as far as rape versus this? No, no, I wasn't really not talking. No, no, that context I'm of asking, president. but I'm yeah. asking. I'm asking. Um, like well, the Kobe Ben Roethlisberger this case could versus be, this. This if, if this could be some sort of statutory rape potentially, um, but if if she is 16 now, there's talk that when. The video Actual, or the picture, she yeah. was 15. Yeah. If that's the case, it could be a statutory rape and could be prosecuted, you know, as a criminal rape, you know, to the full extent of the law. If she's determined to be 16 or 17 at when the time, the action, action, yeah, right. you know, then it's, you know, then it, it may not be unless there's some sort of like coercion or, you know, against her will or, or wishes type of situation and again i'm not a criminal lawyer but you know and, and, and so i kind of give that caveat but but that we would depend on the circumstances yeah, of yeah. that uh where whether it was truly consensual or not and that's one of the problems that you have when you have these you know age disparities power disparities is that you know sometimes that younger person doesn't feel like they can say no even if they want to uh, for various, you know, direct physical threat, uh, reputation threat, those sort of things, um, uh, just general shaming. And if if there's enough evidence that 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 played a role in in the person's consent, and it wasn't just consensual sex because I want to have sex and I'm of age to do so, then that could be prosecuted as well in a criminal setting. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, the next thing I wanted to. Uh move to here let's go to um let's go to to to, to this right you know of course we ah, sometimes we so do crazy. segments yeah you're so crazy so uh uh, uh I, we want to determine whether these people are crazy or not uh for 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 for, for whatever's going on here and uh that's what we'll do all right so uh the first one top left here we have aaron Rodgers <laughs> returning to jets practice now of yeah. course we know that he has this Achilles. He had an Achilles tear, and what we do know is he took a unique procedure that typically hasn't been done for sports athletes uh, that we know to date. And um, so, is, is it t- is it is it 
done in other settings, just not with right, athletes? Right. Yeah. Or is it like literally a very new procedure? No, it's not where... groundbreaking. Okay. It's just a, a procedure that's not typically done with athletes. It's, and it's and it's twofolded. It's the procedure plus his um, recovery method is, is how I read. Okay. All right. So he's done some, he had a unique procedure mixed in with unique recovery methods here. So we have that. And there's, there have been rumors and whispers about him returning before the season ended, but uh, who's going to believe that? Those actually arose quite early. Yeah, quite and, early. But I will say this. There is precedent, and Cam Akers is Just the guy. Just not this fast. But well, Cam Akers Cam, was, was, was faster than normal. I think he made it back by the very end of the regular season, and he participated in the playoffs. Yeah. And he actually played reasonably well. Um, so, yeah, and that, that there's precedent for it. Um, for sure. And he, to my understanding, did not have the same procedure and rehab protocol that Aaron Rodgers right, 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 is, is right. potentially benefiting right. from. So it's, it's not like completely beyond the realm of possibility. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it, it, it's not. But the question is, why would Aaron Rodgers come back or try to come back so fast? That's what people are asking. And they're saying because the Jets are a bad team. The offensive line is bad. And if you're a quarterback who is coming off a bad injury, why would you want to get behind a bad offensive line? <laughs> and and, and to, to, to have a shot, a small, small shot at making the playoffs. You know, that's what people are, 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 are saying. saying. Or do you, do, you, do you think he's crazy for coming back, you know, so early for a bad team is the question. I think by the standard of normal thinking, he's crazy. But to a competitive person, I get it. I totally get it. There's there's an element of this, and you can't underestimate it, is like he goes out, play two or whatever, and everyone assumes he's done. And he's looking at this thing, and he's recovering, and he's feeling like, no, I'm going to prove these people wrong. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And if, the, if he's locked into that motivation, and you've got to realize a lot of people who – suffer significant injuries and have these difficult rehabs like one of the biggest things that they get through that process with is goals and and, and like forward thinking and so you know you got to realize that like Aaron Rodgers might have got this in his head pretty early in the process and and made it his goal like made it his mission that I'm going to get back and play football this year and if that's what's got him through this and gotten him to the point where he's cleared to practice now. That's his choice. That's his choice, and I respect it. That's essentially that's my take. I, I thought we were going to disagree here. I know you said uh, you know normal people, right? But <laughs> but 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 my take is man is is players play, and he's also a guy who's close to retirement as it is. You yeah. know, it's older guy. So, I, I, <laughs> to some degree, it's like. So what if I go out here and tear it again and I just retire? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's you know if this is if this is whatever Patrick Mahomes or, or, or C.J. Stroud or something, and this is happening, yeah, I will err on the side. Hey man, take this rest of the year off, yeah. come back, let's fully heal this thing. We don't want to further damage and shorten your career by five or six years. But for Aaron. And, and and I know, like you said, as far as competitiveness, he's probably he, – you could tell he's probably the guy oh, you're saying I can't do this? Yeah. Let me show you that I can, and I will. Any high-level elite guy, which Aaron Rodgers is unquestionably yeah. in that circle, that's what drives yeah, That's them. what drives That's their mentality. 
you know, tell me I can't do something so I can. Yeah. It's way more interesting when you tell me I can't <laughs> than that is. And that's that thing, you know. Yeah. And there's a part of it, too, that I'm sure, like, you know, you're – you know, you're putting in this work day after day after day rehabbing and you're making progress and you're reaching these little benchmarks along the way and you get to a point where it's like, why aren't I playing? Yeah. Like I can run, I can move, I can plan, I can throw my velocity. Like, why can't I play? Yeah. The, the other way, I mean, it was, I was, uh, you know, Michael Jordan's injury in year two. Yeah. And, you know, the Bulls wanted to do, because they had this young, like you kind of talk with Mahomes, he got this young, incredible asset, and we want to protect it and all this other stuff. And he's just like, yeah, I can play. I, I want to play. This is what I want to do. And he went down to Carolina and started playing pickup and, you know, whatever. And, and you know, then he was on the minutes restriction. He was furious with that. And <laughs> then he dropped 63 on the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's what great people do. Yeah. Like, they're not, you know, oh, yeah, you know, shut it down. I'm out for a year. No, that's just not it anymore. And, and also, like, Aaron Rodgers is a, an outside-the-box thinker. And I'll guarantee you a portion of what his motivation is is to justify and endorse the procedure and the rehab he had. Because he's going to, like, you know, you, there's no doubt. Like, you know, if he comes back and plays this year and um, anybody who suffers, and Jalen Phillips, the Miami Dolphins player, uh, took torn Achilles last week on Black Friday. Like, I guarantee you that, like, he probably was, well, what did Aaron Rodgers do? Like, like I want to do that. You know, because you've kind of already seen the product. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's, like, kind of almost being, like, a pioneer on this. Yeah. And be like, hey, if I come back and play, it verifies everything that I did. And remember his take on, like, the vaccines and all that other stuff. And, you know, he, he's an original outside-the-box thinker. Yeah. When he champions something, he's going to go all he's in He's on shrooms. It. Yeah. Going out yeah. into the woods, taking yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. Magical mushrooms. Magical mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> he's a different kind of guy. Yeah. And, yeah, and he, and he can stand in history if this works. Works and, and and he can be the face of, yeah. Get that Aaron Rodgers procedure. Well, I mean, you, you know, know in I mean? baseball they have the Tommy John surgery. Yeah, and like you know it, it, that it it was successful, and Tommy John was a guy that played when I was young, and <laughs> people still throw the surgery around. Yeah, so they will have the Aaron Rodgers Achilles surgery. There you go. There you go. Who knows? So we'll, we'll we, you know we'll see. He's practicing. We'll see if he actually makes it to the field. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, if, why not? You know, and um, then the and the Jets haven't been mathematically eliminated, so that'd be interesting to see. It's just, man, you know, I hope that offensive line can hold up, and um, you know, they still have the weapons. They just have a, a god awful quarterback room. Yeah, they, and, they're just um, in a really bad place because it's you know Garrett Wilson's like hugely frustrated, and yeah. he's such a young talent, and you know it, you just can't. I mean, it just cuts you down. They've got nothing out of Dalvin Cook. So that was a wasted Absolutely signing. Absolutely nothing. Um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of, you know, things going wrong with the Jets. And, you know, it just goes back. Like, I was not impressed with Robert Sala and Hard Knocks. Mm. You know, I, I just, I think, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad guy and I'm not saying he's incompetent, but he's not a value-add guy for me. Yeah. And I don't think he's done a good job of managing this, you know, locker room and this culture when adversity hit. I, I... For the life of me. And I remember when I talked to you like um, a week before when they were talking about benching. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. They were t talking about benching Zach Wilson. And then I was telling you how, you know, Tim Boyle is the, the, the backup essentially behind Wilson. Yeah. 
And I remember telling you about how awful he was. Even in college, he was awful. And for, I just, I don't understand. I know he's Aaron Rodgers' guy or whatever, and that's ultimately the answer. Yeah. But I don't know how they can let a guy be in the NFL play for all of these years and just steal all of this money and take up a roster spot and eventually he has to play in these seasons. Like he plays and he's 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 so awful. He looks like a regular guy off the street. Like right. a regular yeah, guy. Just, Literally yeah, if yeah. you picked a guy out of a crowd yeah. and said, Hey, we need some help down here. Wilson is hurt. <laughs> we need a new QB one. Yeah, yeah, just just for a couple of quarters here and then we'll figure it out next week. That's what he looks like, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and and in college he he was just just as bad. How how does a guy get picked up like that? How does he maintain a job? And and then you have all these other guys who are trying to make these teams who are competent and can play. That 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 that's that's outrageous. It, it, it it's is outrageous. It is ridiculous. It's outrageous. But but I, it's one of those things, right? Like that backup QB spot is just like, it's not a real thing. Like you literally just have to be like a good, pleasant guy that makes good conversation in the quarterback room, and be a likable guy. <laughs> when you're Aaron Rodgers, when you're like a top dog, you just want a guy you enjoy hanging out with. And who's not going to threaten your job. <laughs> and that's it. Like, you know you're going to take all the important reps. You're going to play you know, if you're healthy. And nothing else really matters. And and quite honestly, you also know that if you do get hurt, the team's going to hell. <laughs> and that's it. Like, so, okay, you know, why not just have Tim Boyle back here? Right. I like to play golf with him on Tuesdays. And he's kind of a funny guy. And that's it. I, I found it there because I was looking for it. So, he came, he came to um, UConn. He was he was the Huskies. He was benched weeks after becoming the first true freshman to start. All right, so he got benched after like a couple of weeks. Okay, is he a Connecticut guy? Is his hometown? Yeah, I think they said. You no, know, he was raised in. Yeah, he's raised in Connecticut. Yes. What does it say the city? And then he uh, Middlefield. Okay, Middlefield. Do you, are you familiar with that? Area? I've heard it. I, I don't understand. And then he attended too. Xavier High School. Familiar okay. with that at all? No. And then Connecticut. Now over spanning over three seasons. For the Huskies. Yeah. He passed for 1,200 yards, <laughs> one touchdown, and 13 interceptions. Jesus Christ. How do you make it that far? Yeah, how that, do you make it that far to have you, those How stats? do you get invited to, like, any type of quarterback camp camps? Of anything. Or yeah. any type of NFL camps, mini yeah. camps. That's crazy. That's outrageous, that man. That is outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad, honestly. Jeez Louise, come on, NFL. That's crazy. That's crazy. I want to be a friend. Let me be friend Mahomes or something. I mean, is that all it takes? <laughs> be the backup, man. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I've always heard, you know, that's the thing. Uh, but, right. but uh, yeah, we'll we'll check. Okay, so that's Aaron Rodgers. We kind of spit. I, I, I forgot we were doing this. <laughs> we try to go a little faster on this. Yeah. Uh, but that's good. We got Aaron out the way. Um, I'm going to save. Uh, Let's go to this. This this is it. I saw this on Facebook, and this just is something I've always thought about. Yeah. So you can't bring a bottle to somebody's crib and take it when you leave. That's ghetto. Okay. In high school, this is my first time this happening. In high school, it was, it was a high school party. Kelly Cassabibi. I'll never forget. White girl, big booty, loves black guys. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if she watches the show. But that's true. Right? Was it choo-choo time? But no, no, it wasn't choo-choo time. <laughs> Kelly's cool. Kelly, she's cool. She's cool. Just not that cool. <laughs> but anyway, went to the party. I bought a bottle. Okay? Bought a bottle. 
I guess I don't know if nobody liked my bottle or whatever. <laughs> what did you buy? I don't even remember. It's way back. And so I bought the bottle, and no, I really drank it. So at the end of the night, I was took this it. like before you understood liquor, though? Like, and you just got something that was really bad. Like, yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, most likely so, <laughs> okay. right? But or, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Go what ahead. Else, like, where did you get it? Because like when I was that age, like we didn't really have much. We, we weren't really rolling with the fake IDs too well. So like you'd literally just like somebody would snatch something from their parents' like liquor cabinet. No, no, no. I just asked somebody. Oh, okay. I, probably an like, older cousin. Or, oh, okay. Or, I got or you. Something. And um, and so I, I I I I took the bottle with me at the end of the party, and I didn't even think. I honestly, the guy, I didn't think anything of it. Nobody's drunk it. It's my bottle. I bought it and take it back with me. And uh, that caused like this huge fucking rim. Really? Yeah. The, at first they were like, who stole the bottle? <laughs> it was stole. right there. Yeah. It, you, get, you know, Kelly and, 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 and uh, her friend. And and it's like, oh, we saw, you know, don't take it. And, uh, and, you know, he stole the bottle. Why would he steal the bottle? Why did, would he... did you see Jerome bring it? <laughs> <laughs> and then... As life goes on, like that—that's the thing. Like you, you, you go to parties, and you go to people's like you know a house party or Airbnb party, and you bring a bottle. You're supposed to leave it. That is that is that's like protocol. that's supposed to be the protocol. Yeah. Now I, I've learned to do that, but I don't believe in that. <laughs> you don't believe in it. I went. I just went to uh, my, uh, uh, my cousin Kobe. He normally watches and comments. I don't see him in today, but he's yeah. here every week. And um, he had a Thanksgiving thing. I went over, you know, all the family is over. I bought a bottle of tequila, you know, and um, and and nobody drunk my tequila. <laughs> What's with you? Do I drunk my tequila? Do people think you have AIDS? <laughs> like, like, yeah, did, you unbi- finally <laughs> found the AIDS. I finally over? found it, right? <laughs> like, What's going on? But you know, uh, uh, it was unopened or whatever. But anyway, nobody drunk my tequila. I had a strong fucking urge to take my bottle with me. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I guess on the other end, on the other end of the spectrum, I look at it, okay, you have the, the homeowner or whoever's conducting this party. You know, you got people coming into their house, taking unlimited shits, sitting on the TV, <laughs> watching the TV, eating the food, doing all this. I guess they're saying the least you can do is leave the bottle that you bring. Yeah. It's, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a gift for the, the house. Yeah, the so house. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't, like, okay, I'm going to, like, high school parties I thought was different, to be honest with you. Because my experience with a high school party, somebody's parents are out of town, and we're going to roll up and drink and, and act crazy at your house and hopefully not destroy it. Yeah. But, like, to me, like, taking whatever's not let drank is, like, we're, we're taking away evidence. We're protecting you. Yeah. You know, we're not leaving the the bottle. Like the worst thing we could do is like, you know, leave the liquor bottle like, you know, on your parents' bedstand and you didn't happen to look and clean that up before they came home. Now you're in trouble. So I like in that setting I'm like, Well yeah, you need to take it, you know. Just make everything get a spear. And uh but no, like once you're like a college adult, yeah, if you if it's a gathering and you bring something for the group, you just leave it. It's, yeah, like you said, it's what it's whatever a, a, a benefit for whoever hosted the party. Should it be made. that way though? Uh, Is yeah, that a yeah, bad rule? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good rule. I, I like it, man. I like it. I don't Somebody know. Somebody steps up to host the party and and you know whatever. If they end up getting a little extra liquor, whatever beer, totally cool. You, you come off classy, brother. <laughs> you might not know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a good gesture. Get 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 used to it as you head into your advancing years. Okay. Uh uh new 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 uh new new comment here. So what if months later you go back to the house and that liquor bottle is still there unopened? Um couple months they have a new party. So then you're gonna take it then? I'm at, I'm I'm, no, asking, no, no, I'm I'm saying no way. No it's, way it's, it's let it go, bro. Let it go. <laughs> let it go like frozen. That, nah, you gotta let that go. But like I guess like the question I gotta ask is okay, you brought the bottle over. Like, why didn't at least you drink some of it while you were there? Well, I know what my liquor tastes like. I want to <laughs> try and sample some of this. <laughs> Somebody might have bought some more expensive liquor. <laughs> See, I'm I'm selfish in the other way. Like, so like I don't always trust like what other people have at their house. So yeah. like. I'm damn sure bringing something I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> and so there's really not going to be an issue if that didn't get opened. Yeah, there yeah. may be some left over, <laughs> but that thing's getting open. I'm yeah. making sure I'm straight at, yeah. you know, at the situation. So, yeah. yeah, but again, like months later, it's still untouched. That's a little weird. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I think like you, like, I don't know. Do maybe you make the comment like, "Hey, you guys still haven't touched the tequila I brought over, like <laughs> pansies? Let's go, yeah." Or no, or you did, or you use that to kind of flip the dynamic. So you over there and it's like, "Hey, we're doing shots. Everybody's doing shot." Like and you break out that bottle. That bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just make it go. There you go. I'm gonna give shots to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is getting drunk tonight. Okay. Um. Next, Unc Shay Sharp, man. Shay Shop, I want to see if he's crazy. Yeah, I've seen not. a bunch of clips of him, so what? What? What, what are we talking about specifically? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I am crazy for wanting to take my bottle. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make that. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to play this quick video video clip. So Shay Sharp was on his uh, nightly podcast that he has with Ocho. Fairly new. They go every night. Um, no, I don't know. I I, I don't know the schedule. Okay, all right, but it's, I know it's done at nighttime, and they're talking about all this crazy stuff. And um, he had a comment about Megan Thee Stallion. And now Megan Thee Stallion fans and, and Megan Thee Stallion, they're, they're uneasy about it, say he went too far. Here it goes here. They look up long when you look down. You know what I'm saying, Ocho? But hey. Yes, sir. I have a stretch out like a quarter to three. Bam, please. You know what I'm saying, Ocho? Don't play with me. Ocho, you better stop playing with me, Ocho. Man, I'm too old, yo, boy. I bet I got that liquid down on me. I keep that liquid on me now. Quarter to quarter what? To three. Meg, I know you're going to see hey, this, Meg. I, I know you're going to see this. <laughs> so you have a stretched out like a quarter to three. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. He's, he's he's fucking hilarious. But yeah, they're saying that he came off as like um, what's the word? Like a perv. Came off uneasy. And that some that's some of the comments. Some of the comments are saying that they feel like he's being too comfortable. ESPN may fire him soon. Uh, he needs to chill out. And uh, Megan Thee Stallion didn't deserve that. She's she deserves more respect. And- <laughs> <laughs> you build your whole shitty career on being a sex object and then you deserve respect like you're the fucking queen of England. Uh Chris says it's Sunday, Monday and Thursday nights at the NFL game. Okay, okay that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> no, man. So, so she, <laughs> she made a whole career out that. She did. Like yeah. that's her whole brand. But then I heard she was talking about, yeah, I'm I'm giving up freaky sex now and whatever. It's like, all right, career's done. <laughs> You have nothing else to offer. I mean, that's like, ah, God, that's just what? Like, okay. So Do you think it was out of balance what he said? No, not at all. Not at all. Because it's okay. It's not pervy because it's not 
like you know some weird thing like i want to lick your booty hole and <laughs> please fart in my face while i do it you know that's a little you know freaky i guess um but you know he's and the way he did it though like he did the quarter to three thing like it's not super explicit yeah. but like if you get it you get it if, if you, you don't it, you don't yeah. so i mean it was kind of almost like a little bit of a clever way to say that yeah. he could have been a lot more Descriptive Descriptive Explicit yeah. in what he was saying And maybe that could have got him But I thought that's the way you do it You kind of Say it without saying it And yeah. I thought he did it It was a clever way Like I didn't I didn't fully get it The first time I heard it And I was kind of Oh wait Oh okay I get what he said Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah I think that like You know That's the way to do things Is like uh, When you're in this space You know You kind of don't have to Necessarily say everything But you say enough To know where we are And then You know how many Fucking male rappers Put Megan the Stallion in their lyrics, talking about what they want to do to her. Yeah, like come on, people. But that, and that's my whole thing. Like, like, like she's like, she's that's a sex, her career. She's a sex symbol. That's like, her that's, career. That's, that's what she promoted herself yeah. as. That's what she's embraced as. You know, it, it, on the female side, she's embraced as a like a sexual independence and freedom or empowerment. And on the male side, you know, she's just somebody to smash. And like, it's just that's your brand. Like, don't try to say it isn't and if you that's your brand you can't be hurt by somebody saying that yeah it just makes no sense to me it's it's stupid yeah uh but no nah, i think i mean the way he went about it it was it was funny it, it had like an element of kind of like fake uh deception or whatever like it just it wasn't overly explicit and you know graphic detail there's i every time i hear something like that though like um like KD had like a tweet about some actress, and he was like talking about he wanted to like drink their bath water or something. Do you remember seeing that? <laughs> KD had he he'll sneak those in, man. But that like but to that, me yeah, that that, that felt way more pervy. Yeah, like you know just like okay. Yeah, I mean that was that was cringy. Yeah, was that so? I don't know. I I just no harm no foul here. But these 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 guys have a good vibe. They do. They do. They do. They, they do. really they, they play it. off each other well. And, yeah, and all yeah. that. That was an interesting pairing. I wonder how that came about. Cause yeah. um, Ocho, what was he on a uh, another podcast with a group of guys? Was he was he? on I Am Athlete, he, right? Yeah. Okay. He was yeah, one of those. He was, guys. he was one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, I I think he was on it pretty early. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I don't understand, like, because we know, like, Fred and Channing went with with RC, but I don't mm -hmm. quite know what Chad's thing was in that. And and again, I kind of stopped watching I Am Athlete when after, those guys left. Those so guys I, left, yeah. I don't know if he lingered on for a bit or not. But he's he's prime time. He is man podcast stuff, and even like, you know, he did the world he did the World Cup uh, soccer. They brought him over to Dubai or Qatar. Oh and, wow! And he did like came in the Some studio and talk. Yeah, they brought him in the studio just to kind of clown around. Yeah, and he played like one of the former U.S. players in FIFA because he always talks about how good he is in FIFA. I forget dude, the listen. video game. Yeah. Okay. Did did we talk to some somebody together or some? I remember talking to somebody that played him. In FIFA, oh, like wow. on, like, I online. guess you, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, all be yeah. online, and yeah, and like they actually got the lead, and he he shut the game down. <laughs> so yeah, Ocho was Ocho was a little bit of a, of a bad sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but you weren't you that wasn't with you. you no, like, it wasn't with me. Okay. I know that FIFA game is is huge though. A lot of people love it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. So chat a lot of those guys you can tell during their career. Yeah, if this guy wants to do commentating or whatever media, yeah. he, he'll be awesome at it. And these are two guys that you can just tell throughout yeah, you, their careers. Yeah, you do. Like yeah. right now, Ant Edwards 
if after his career is over, oh, if he yeah. wants, he'll be awesome. He'll oh, be yeah. gold. He'll do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's just guys. That I, I you think can I see. think he needs to go into serious acting. I think he'd be <laughs> he could be an actual actor. You saw he said he he wants to be the first NFL NBA guy. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fucking interesting. He's dude. He's he's on top of the world. I right want to see him do it. Yeah, yeah. He's on top of the world. Uh, you know, because he, he was he was in the hustle with with Sandler, he, and, and I, then he was in another movie. But the Adam, you looked like a regular actor. Oh, dude, he was. He carried just a natural. He carried the movie. He's a natural. Man. Yeah, just yeah. Interrupt y'all podcast. Yo, what's going on, Ty? What's going, going on, on, <laughs> what's going on man? I just had to appreciate you, man. What's going on, Tim? Yeah, do that, man. That's <laughs> yeah. some real 22. ratchet shit off the 42. 42. We are in Orlando, huh? Yes, sir. This clip is going to go viral. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen hey, that shit like that. Appreciate you, man. What's going on, Tim? You good, man? We outside. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? I had to interrupt that job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, we on the best podcast, man. The best motherfucking podcast in Orlando, Florida. You already know. We appreciate it. state, man. All right, Tom. All right, y'all boys. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. That's funny. <laughs> that's awesome, man. We got attacked. <laughs> nah, oh, that's appreciate awesome, those guys coming through and showing up. Yeah, man, for sure, for that's sure. That's so funny. That's what man. you get, man. When you do a podcast on Orlando Rap. Yeah. Old no. Rap Studios, old man. Old Rap Studio family. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, but you could just tell, man. Uh, yeah. with some of those guys. And, and like I said, you could tell with these guys as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. A great pairing, man. Um, um, Let's go to let's go to some NFL here, man. Let's get to some more, some NFL, some active NFL players. <laughs> not, not these retired podcasters. <laughs> so this the NFL MVP this year is going to be really interesting, man. Really, it's going to be really interesting because you got there's not a clear cut guy right now. You would probably have to say Jalen Hurts, right? He's led some comebacks in the recent weeks. They're the yeah. number one team in the league. They're the top team in the league. Top team in the league. But they're um, they're playing. Uh, San Fran, man. San Fran this week, yeah. They, they they have San Fran still to play, and uh, the one more tough team. I know yeah. they have one more tough. Oh, the Dallas. They have San Cowboys. Fran and Dallas right behind that. Um, the San Fran game is going to be humongous to know to see how how that plays out. Well, the the reason why I say that is is if if San Fran wins, you know, kind of convincing and I don't think they're going to smack the Eagles by three touchdowns or anything but if they kind of control the game and win the game to me like you're going to have that push for Purdy to get some more discussion in this MVP circle I don't think so just because of what we saw when those guys were hurt how how bad he looked and um and 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 I think that's going to play a part now. Now, per, per, personally, well, you're just saying personally, get back into the discussion. Person, yeah, accurate. personally, I agree with what you're saying. I think when the weapons weren't there, he was exposed a bit. But he, since the weapons have come back, they've been elite. No, no, no. And and yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm simply saying, like, if they win and control, and he has a very good game, he will get he back gets into the discussion. discussion. He will get back into you the know? discussion. But my belief is this thing's going to be won or lost in the last three or four weeks. As it typically is. Yeah. And remember yeah. last year, it was Hurts. Hurts yeah. had it for the majority of the year, and then he got hurt, though, like you said, the exactly. last two weeks. Of, and, and then Mahomes kind of snuck back in, and they had too late. There's ones. recency bias. There is. Because, the, and the problem with the, with the recency bias is we're not waiting to week 16 and kind of then starting this, oh, who's the MVP? You're starting, and we we had our first MVP like, session like three, a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, 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 and so, five. like, what you have then is you have these things where you're kind of like, 
eliminating psychologically guys along the way. Purdy. Purdy's one of example. them. And so, like, you know, and, that, and that's the thing. So, like, it, it's it's almost like an, a, a campaign, like an election, where you have kind of ups and downs and momentum but, shifts. But, but you know what I will say? Also, not so much of – there is some recency bias. I, I, I totally agree with that. But also what there is is because it's also a standings thing. Right. Yeah. So so also when the Eagles, they had they, when Jalen Hurts got hurt. Right. That was the, I think that was the key clincher, key clincher. But sometimes what happens is a team will lose a game or two down the stretch. Yeah. You know what I mean? When 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 it's like so, for example, right now, the Eagles are um, they only lost one game. Right. Right. They're 10 and one. If what what Mahomes need, if he wants a chance at winning this thing um, and Lamar, is for them to lose the San Fran, for them to lose the Dallas. Right now, now, and the reason why I say no recency bias may not play a part this year is because, for example, the last the last three games for the Eagles are the Giants, Cardinals, and Giants. They're going to destroy those teams. Right. So you know, if it gets to that point, and you know, it, then recency bias will say it's going to be Jalen Hurts well, MVP to lose. And, and but if they lose to San Fran and Dallas, and they have three losses. Baltimore has three losses. Kansas City had three losses. I don't think recency bias is going to play such a, a key factor. I, I think also stats well, well, will come into play. It, it, but it, it will in a way because, like, in, it, what I was saying about Purdy is true about Hurts. If, if they win and beat the 49ers and they maybe only have one other loss down the road and they're sitting there at 15 and 2 at the it's his, end. It's his. It's his. And so, and that's part of that recency bias. But like you were saying, for Hertz campaign, if they drop the 49er game, drop the Dallas game, and our three losses and a couple of these other teams are on par with that, that takes away one of Hertz's pluses. Yeah. And it kind of puts him back in that mix. And now that's why I said maybe, like, you know, that's how, how a guy Purdy gets involved in the discussion. Because, I mean, s- since they got healthy, like, and got Chase Young, they're smashing people. So, I mean, my line of thinking is if they beat the Eagles this week and and blast people the rest of the way, like they're gonna, I think the three losses, but but they'll will probably be on a nine game winning streak yeah. at the the end. And if Purdy's Purdy's playing at an elite level, and the consensus is this is the best team in football, he's in the discussion. He'll he might get discussion. it. He'll be in the discussion. You know the 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 the. the Chiefs have been hindered with the drops, and the, and that's kind of it's resulted in some losses for the Chiefs, and it's also diminished Pat's personal stats. It has, but what I, if it's close? This is what and this yeah. what Mahomes no Mahomes needs help, right? Yeah, he's not in a he's not in the driver's seat. Yeah, but my thing is if this thing gets close, if Philly loses a couple games, and then you have San Fran, you have the Eagles, you have the Ravens, all with similar records. What then? I think they will take into part the valuable piece because right. Mahomes, out of that group of guys, will have the least amount of talent. Here, yeah. but the same record. Well, yeah. with similar stats. Yeah. Here's here's everybody's pathway. Like the you know, Hurts win these next couple games, get to the end of the year with the best record in football, and I think you win it's the yours. award. Uh, Purdy win out in dominating fashion these other teams all take some lumps here and there and you're the one that's you know, the only team that's 14 and 3 at the end and you've not won 9 in a row and you've been instrumental that's your campaign you have a strong shot yeah pat's campaign you get to the end of this thing all the records are relatively comparable and people in their gut can't fathom knowing that you're the best player on earth can't vote for somebody else like if you don't have a clear advantage over Pat, you got to vote for Pat. Yeah. That's his campaign. Lamar, 
I think he needs help. I don't think he's an easy yeah, choice. The, yeah. I think the other teams need to falter a bit, and then if you know, I think they he needs the most help, unfortunately. I do. And and, 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 and and the Ravens have had a good season. The problem is Lamar has statistically he's taken a a dip. And, and maybe that's been needed for the team to take a jump. I don't fucking know. But right. The, but the the defense is playing strong. They have a strong running game. But he hasn't been the same Lamar statistically that he's been in years past. But they're still winning. He's playing winning football. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not that he's a bad player. That's catch twenty two because because you know, he also like he hasn't he hasn't had too many like iconic plays this just, year. Yeah. You know where like that individual thing. And so again, he is such a. a brilliant fantastic performer that like again part of his campaign would be to have a couple moments where it only dude on the planet could do that yeah. like only dude you know yeah. and, and that's the thing and so i think he's actually in the weakest position is, of is, this but i think at this point those are the four and if they all falter and Tariq gets to 2000 plus yards you know he might get a look but might get very a but yeah, that's yeah about the, the, and I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to mention that I, I do want people should stop the Tariq talk. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't get me wrong; he's the best receiver in football right now, and he's a he's a great player. Um, he also made the comment that this Dolphins team is better than the Chiefs. Uh, this this Dolphins offense is better than the Chiefs offense that he won a Super Bowl with, uh, which I don't agree with at all. But um, but also, but it's just that you know. Like when you took at when you take a look at the Dolphins' losses against those great teams, like like Tariq didn't play well either. Yeah, like no. in those games he had a couple big drops. Remember in the Chiefs yeah. game he yeah. had that huge drop, and and also his yardage is not there. Um, and you know and, and that matters, man, because you already you already at a disadvantage. Yeah, you, any you other have, position outside of yeah, you have so many things against you. And, you, have and to, like, you have to play up. <clears throat> you have to play. You have to be perfect, damn near. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, you look at the guys who who have won MVP that haven't been a quarterback. They pretty much pick pitch perfect. Season. Yeah, and that's why like his only pathway is to, is to have the two thousand yard plus season, which nobody's ever done. But he already has a couple hits, and then like in some of the bigger games, he hasn't delivered his best stats. Now, I mean, like flip it. And like if you said, um, you know, if he, if he had his three best statistical performances in the games that they've lost, he, he'll be and, one of these guys yeah, on that list. You know, and yeah, that, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it's a much stronger candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll so. be one of those guys on that list for sure. Yeah, and 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 I would love for a, a good person outside a quarterback to win yeah. MVP just because it doesn't happen <clears throat> that often, man. Shout out to Tariq too. He popped up on the Champions League um, studio show. Oh man, they you got were, all these guys popping up. They were down in Miami, and he came out and talked with the boys. Do they? I mean, maybe they think it's when they say football. Let me tell you something, man. No, of course. No, Tariq, <laughs> Tariq said, Tariq, Tariq, of course, he fed the machine. He's like, yeah, when I was little, I played uh, soccer up in the middle school, and I scored all the goals, and I could. Oh, yeah? I wanted to do that. But my, ironically, the first person in the history is like, but my mom wanted me to play football. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, when I went on that cruise, before you go, like, there's all these different type of events you can sign up for. There's a there yeah. was a, a basketball game. Oh really? I was I was really like freshly hurt then. Oh, I signed man. up anyway just in case it was like just shooting. in case you need a couple minutes. No, no, like, I can like, stand in the corner before you come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I, but maybe it was a shooting competition or something. But right, these right. guys were full on playing. Okay. And there's like bowling. There's like you can sign up for comedy and things like that. And then there's a there's a football game you can sign up for. Say football. So I I, I was like, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sign up for football, but I'm definitely going to go watch the guys play. Right, right. And see how it's set up on this cruise ship. That's interesting. So I get there, and there's these guys. Remember, it's a it's a so it's a Uber soccer cruise. So it's these guys from all these different countries. Right, there. right. So, you know, it's not really any yeah. white or African Americans. There's people from other countries. I get there, 
and they're playing full on soccer. Yeah. On the basketball court. Okay. Where they have these goals, <laughs> and they're like playing, playing. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. fucking around. Yeah. These guys are really into it. They're pushing <laughs> each other. They got the referee out there. He got the cards and everything. Yeah. These guys are taking this dead serious at nine in the fucking morning. <laughs> And, Dude, and there's a crowd, you. there's a big crowd watching, and they're yelling, they're screaming. I'm like, damn! And I, and I just, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I really thought this was gonna be a like a <laughs> for American football. football. That's funny, <laughs> nah, you the Caribbean man, it's yeah, big. man. But nah, for real though, like, like Caribbeans and and Africans too. Yeah, yeah, they Africans played. There. there was they, a group of but Africans no, no, but they play very physical. Yeah, very that's what physical. It looked like. It looked yeah, like it's, 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 that's just how it is. That's the game. <laughs> you know, I used to play a couple times a week with a, a bunch of West Indian guys up on Redbug Park. And it was, you know, it's a mix of dudes, and, and some were older, some were younger. But it good games, very physical. And then the other thing is, is everybody's yelling and loud as hell. That's what I'm saying. And so, like, <laughs> if you like, if you just walk by, like, if you were just going to the park to play t-ball or something like you could think like a fight was about to break out <laughs> but like three seconds later everyone's laughing and hugging yes it's just like you're yelling as, tight, as hard as you can at somebody and then like two minutes later your arm is around him and you're like ah that's, my God. that's the first time i've ever seen that yeah so it was like it was, like, funny, it was a it was yeah it was crazy it was a good experience but that's the first time i've ever seen that yeah, yeah so that yeah. threw me for a loop but yeah, yeah that's interesting <laughs> that's funny i'm glad you mentioned that there um I guess uh, maybe we do have time. The last thing here we had here, well, actually, um, we, we, uh, yeah, maybe the last thing. I mean, if you have some, co do you have some college stuff that you want to hear? Well, I mean, it's just open ended. It's really like you know the the the, the games are all to be decided this week. Yeah, that's you why know, I didn't I, make if a you wanted to recap on <laughs> the game, I mean, I was just gonna be gracious. <laughs> no, I didn't want to recap. the Well, game actually, know what you? Yeah, like I mean, like we could talk about like so. Um, we uh, we watched the Florida Florida State game together yeah, with, yeah. with a couple of other friends, but um, you know the first half was going your way and like you know I'm pretty much just cussing like a homicidal maniac in the yeah. house the whole time, and then the game <laughs> eventually flips. flips. And, you know you you kind of do the Irish exit, <laughs> and, and I, I'm I'm back restored to being a normal person. <laughs> the homicidal rage is over, and oh man, great season. Let's keep rolling. I'm not staying for that shit. Man. Finish for thirteen. <laughs> Finish for thirteen, man. Yeah. But no, no, that's for sure. And then um, they released the, the the top four. You guys are in it now. Which I thought and expected, and there's a big, uh, there's a big kind of narrative that it like, um, you know, the, we ever since the 2014 season, our fan base has felt persecuted by ESPN specifically, and like I think like they jumped on heavy with the Jameis stuff and the fucker and the pussy and all that, and it just felt like we were just vilified that since whole then. year, and it's kind of like we've we made ourselves irrelevant for a while, but that's kind of like come back. And, um, you know, so there's this feeling in the fan base that, you know, like ESPN's just running segments to explain why we shouldn't be in and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I get that it's a talking point. Uh, and then that Paul Feinbaum guy, he's a fucking first rate <laughs> cocksucker. I love Paul, but of course he's an SEC you guy. You love so that I guy? Love Paul. But Paul... He doesn't like Florida State, so but he he's just, he he, he doesn't like he, him, he doesn't like a lot of things outside of SEC. I like Paul, but but here goes the thing about Paul. I have a hard time listening to a guy that probably can't catch a football, <laughs> like seriously. And I'm talking like an underhand toss from three yards. <laughs> Paul couldn't handle a pitch out. You're not supposed to like Paul. 
Paul goes hard on teams that are outside of the SEC. He just doesn't think they're any good. He yeah. doesn't. He, he hates the ACC conference. He doesn't like Florida State. Yeah. And he makes it clear. He's not He's not shy about it. Yeah. So, so that's, the, that's the thing. Now, I'm not as harsh uh, on those other teams as Paul is, but Paul has been covering the SEC for so long, so he's a guy I've been watching for so long because yeah. I'm always looking no, for I mean, I, I've team. seen him for years. You I just I mean? think he's he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> he's I, just, I like, look at him. How did this guy get anything in football? Like, he literally doesn't look like he can't catch an underhand toss ball. <laughs> like, he's just an embarrassment. And he's, he's been going hard, man. He's been going hard the last week he, or two. He, he always does. I'm on Florida State. Yeah, he always does. Um, his main thing is, yeah, it, 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 I, I tend to agree with him, man. But his whole, his whole premise is behind if Alabama beats Georgia, which I don't think is going to happen. When I, I and, that's, and that's a lot of people. That's the, mo- that, the well, that's the most dangerous scenario. Yeah, is you get Alabama beats Georgia. How you do you take Georgia out of the top? I just you know, don't, to I don't think as, you can, as two-time man. defending champions. But but even that, like if we win, if Michigan wins, and Georgia or Alabama beats Georgia, you guys don't deserve to be in Pete. Come on, man. Not in that scenario. Not in that scenario. Who should be Georgia? In? It would be Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, and us. No, in Washington. Fuck Washington. <laughs> they're not winning though. But Washington's not winning. Washington's not winning. Oh, that, that's your premise. Yeah, I know. I guarantee they're not winning. Oh wow. Yeah, they're well, not. They're not beating Oregon. Oregon's better than them. Okay. They. I mean, they won at home in a very close game where Oregon. You had yeah. a chance to seal the game with a fourth down, had a field goal to to tie or win. Um, they're well, not beating. That's Oregon. a take. But if Washington wins out, they have the same argument you guys have out have, but they have their starting quarterback, well, which they'll, they're they'll, saying they'll, that shit is not going to take place they'll, in the they'll, they'll have they'll have their starting quarterback, and they'll have two wins over Oregon. You know who, who's good. I, I get that, but um, yeah, that is the thing. My you know my thing, but I don't think Alabama's going to beat Georgia, so I, I don't think that's well, going to be something I'm more, you guys have I'm to, more uh, confident worry about. in Oregon beating. You are. Washington. Washington has been on fumes, bro. They're struggling. They they barely beat Washington State, who's not yeah, a good Alabama team. but Alabama hasn't looked that great. They they've been like right, escaping but, but, games. But, but but I'm also like I'm also saying like Oregon, that's their only loss. Yeah. They 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 want a piece no, of that. I understand. Yeah, and they know they're going to they're going to get up. They're going to get. They were one, be They up. were one conversion away from sealing the game. Yeah. They went for it on like a fourth and two, got stuffed, and then then you know. Uh, Washington Interesting thing It's going to be Some great games to watch No it should Gotta be. watch the Washington Oregon game Gotta watch the Alabama Well the Washington Georgia Oregon game. game Bear in mind That's Friday night Yeah So that's going to be A standalone oh, game Yeah okay. Standalone okay. game On Friday night Then you have uh, Michigan Iowa Saturday at noon Georgia Alabama at four Yeah And then you have The two games You have FSU Louisville And you have Texas Oh no I'm sorry You have wait, What's the other one It's, it's FSU game at night FSU games at eight o'clock, but there's another eight o'clock game. I'm trying to. Is it? Uh, it maybe it's Texas Oklahoma State. Is it? I could look one it of those. Really quick here, but yeah. yeah. Or well, no, it might be Michigan Iowa. Texas Oklahoma State might be the twelve o'clock. Mm. So there's two eight o'clock games, a twelve and a four. Michigan Iowa is the eight. Yeah. Florida State Louisville is eight. And then yeah, then you got Georgia Alabama at four. Yeah. And then um, yeah, and then the other one. Texas Oklahoma State is at twelve. You know? Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, Friday night, like you said, is the Oregon-Washington game. I yeah. didn't know. I'm glad I don't know now. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, like, from a rooting standpoint, I'm, I want, you know, Georgia to win. I want uh, Oregon to win. And I think that, you know, and we obviously have to win. And then, then I think we're fine. All right. We shall see.
Yeah. But the, the most dangerous scenario is a, an Alabama upset of Georgia and Washington winning yeah. for Florida State. That would be the worst scenario. Yeah, that's that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for that scenario, but what why, else is Why there? the hate, man? <laughs> why are you going out of your way to hate on my team? Fear the goddamn spear. <laughs> all I have is hate left in my heart. That's it, man. That's all I have. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not the guy that's like, well, at least we have a Florida team in there. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Um, I used to like Miami. I never really liked you guys. Um, but now I, with Mario, I don't like Miami. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he's a buffoon. I'm 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 kind of like you. I, I, I Miami's now, but I, you know, it's whatever. If the one, yeah, you know, of course, when they had those teams. I mean, you yeah, know, they had some crazy some crazy talent on those on those teams. But since I mean, they've really just been irrelevant. So yeah. I, it's, it's not yeah. really been much to hate or root for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the thing. And it seemed they had seemed to be turning a corner, and but then you have this coach make, making all these bad moves. Now the quarterback is transferring. Or, or what is that? Van Dyke? Is he the transform? Yeah, yeah Van Dyke's transform. Well, that, that's the. I guess he's a guy the, that's been there for a while too. Yeah, but but again, he he basically lost a job for, for anyway. our game. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, the guy yeah. broke his arm at the end of the game. That's the only reason he got back on the field. Yeah. So he looks at it and is like, they're gonna roll with the younger guy. I need to get out of here and play somewhere. Um, the the, the portal because right now like this week it's been firing with you know guys are moving. Um, oh, uh, and th- this was low key. I um. Max Johnson, who's the son of Brad Johnson, the former FSU yeah, yeah, player, and, Buck, and, and Buck. he actually committed to North Carolina today. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought we might kick the tires on him, and I don't know if we did or didn't, uh, but he's going to go to North Carolina and basically replace Drake May. Okay, and that that clearly indicates Drake May's going to the draft, and he's he's yeah. valued as like a top five guy, he in is. my understanding. Uh-huh. So you know that that piece of drama is out of the way. Um, and then a lot of a lot of other guys. There's there's a transfer portal IG that I follow. I guess you could read into this what you will. Like sometimes they'll say like whatever Texas Tech wide receiver so and so is entering the portal, and then the next paragraph will be something to the effect of he had you know 64 catches for 712 yards and four touchdowns, or it'll be like he was the Number seventy-five player, <laughs> like whatever. Which basically, I'm tra- I'm, I'm assuming translates into did not do shit this year. Did do shit this year. If he actually did something, you would have. That yeah. Now. So if you're if you're out there and your you know your team is there, like you want to look at, like okay, does the second paragraph give me some stats or does it tell me something about <laughs> high, high school? school? <laughs> Let me ask you this: I was talking to the guy in the barbershop about this about Peyton. Peyton. Yeah, Peyton. yeah. We had yeah. Him, of course we had him show several times. Now. Peyton, remember when he was on the show, and of course you could Google it too. He's, he's he has a couple of guys ahead of him, yeah. Um, um, and 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 what sophomores like that? The one guy that's right that well, the, plays his exact position is yeah. A sophomore. The, the main guy that played left tackle was a sophomore. He'll have to come back for another yeah. year, and he is believed to be you know somebody that's on a draft board with some status. Yeah, and so the most likely scenario would be for Peyton. Just, you know, in Texas, would be to probably play a different line position next position. year, right, 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 and then maybe move back out to to left tackle when this guy moves on. And I remember him telling us they had one guy who was like 24, 25 years old who like you know benefited from red shirts and COVID years yeah, and all that other stuff. He's obviously going to be gone, and it'll you know it'll be interesting. I mean, I I don't you know I, I haven't you know talked to Payton too much about things like that, um, and. 
obviously that's his own business and i don't know like to me like how practice and things of that have actually gone. yeah we don't we don't know, that, know but, but, so but that's the thing what we were talking about is like the dion thing yeah you know colorado being a team that needs so much office alignment and of course when Peyton was on here he told us about uh dion and his staff inviting him out when at jackson state right for a um you know, for whatever, for a visit. Yeah. So yeah. he's a guy that's been on Dion's radar and yeah. has been on the whatever the, the recruiting board. Yeah. Uh, for them, I wonder. I wonder if one of Dion's tactics is to 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 go back and check on guys who may have went to another school but may not be in the best position. Uh, as far as starting, oh, or what absolutely, have you, absolutely. And circle back to those guys. I, I think going on. every college coach that's doing their job is does that. You know, like the the mod, with the transfer portal the way it is, like when you recruit a guy, like that never ends. Like okay. even when he commits somewhere else, because yeah. you know you could be talking to that kid in another year, like a year or two or even three years later, and, he's upset. and that and when you hear like a lot of the transfer stories, it's not an uncommon thing to be like, oh yeah, you know, coach so and so was at Louisville and he recruited me, you know, coming out of high school when he was at you know southern miss and whatever and and that's like those relationships they mm. last you know and i would you know i i've told people like that i've kind of been involved with in you know who are getting recruited and stuff like that like those relationships matter a lot because the other scenario you can get is like there's a guy that's maybe your position coach or, or your territorial recruiter that you build a relationship with and you go two three years down the line maybe he's a head coach of a yeah. different program and then maybe that's a good fit for you, you know, and you've got that relationship. Our offensive corner, there's a guy, Dimitri Emanuel, who started most of our games on offensive uh, line. He's from uh, Charlotte, and that's where our um, Alex Atkins, our offensive corner and line coach, he coached him originally early in his career there. Mm. And so it's all relationships. You yeah. know? We've pulled about three, four kids out of South Carolina. And I'm sure it started like the first guy goes down to Florida State and I think it was Jamie Robinson and he had a good success and, and ended up getting drafted. And I'm sure like, you know, when people are asking, yeah, man, this is pretty good down here. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know, guys know each other. Like, you know, Keon Coleman, who's a Keon big transfer for yeah. He's, um, you know, he's from the same area as um, uh, Greedy Vance, who's, who's one of our cornerbacks, and Destin Hill, who's one of our, our young receivers. Uh, but Destin Hill's a guy that like he actually first year at FSU. He basically took two years off for mysterious personal reasons coming out of high school. So he's actually like a junior age guy, but a freshman college footballer. But they, he knew Coleman from back in Louisiana. Exactly. You know, and so all that comes in, and guys have to monitor and, and you know, and network and talk to each other. And it's two ways. Like players, you know, if you're a recruit or you're at a school, like your journey may not be over. You got to continue to to you know have relationships and be cordial with people and, and come off well because you may need those in the transfer and portal it, later yeah. and on the coaching side you know you want to keep a finger on the pulse of what's going on with guys that you recruited and, and have some belief in because yeah, again yeah. they may be in a situation but I I I, uh, I can't be more negative about Dion at Colorado right now <laughs> I just do, I don't see where it's going yeah. they, they, they're losing recruits they didn't have a great class in place to, to begin, begin with. with, and there's nothing to sell right now, because you know, I mean, it's it's already done that that Shadur and and Travis are gone after next year, and then I don't, you know, at one point I was pretty confident Dion would go to the NFL with them. I don't quite know what's there because if he doesn't do something at Colorado, his marketability in the NFL, especially at a head job, is is almost non-existent. You know, there may if if he wanted to there may be some window it's, it's, it's possible to that be on a, you know, a staff 
the height is right now for him. Like, it's possible that the move for NFL is right now because who knows? Now, one thing I will say but is they said right now, like you're just it's, it's, not, it, I know, you're not I know. There, but you know? what I'm saying is who knows what next year brings. Now, one thing I can say is they said they have a very weak schedule next year. Yeah, well, they're, they're moving to the um, – the Big 12 from yeah. the Pac-12. And the Pac-12 had a great year. I mean, you had yeah. Oregon and Washington are right in it to the to the mix here. You know, and most of the other teams, like, spent some top some time. You know, USC was at one point highly regarded. UCLA had some moments. Arizona, I think, is still ranked. Oregon State's ranked. I mean, so many of those teams in that uh, Utah ranked and, and, and solid. So many of those teams were, were in spent time in the top 25 and are solid programs, talented. And now you go to the Big 12 minus Texas and Oklahoma. And basically it's it's kind of like a slightly ramped up uh conference USA that that with UCF and some of these others, you know. And so you got to feel like schedule wise we definitely catch a break. But the other side of that coin is is like that's not necessarily the most appealing place to show out. You know, there again with, with all with with as little respect as I could give to Paul Feinbaum, like you know, dudes want to make it in the sec yeah like you know that 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 matters you know it's like but but the argument to that would it would be it is with Dion. like you're you're going to have like eyes are going to be on you you're going to be on tv because you're with Dion. now after your freshman year maybe Dion's no longer there but that's, that's why the transfer yeah, photo yeah, yeah is, but but yeah that's that's i don't but, know that's you know, just really tough that's not a yeah great selling point yeah, there yeah, that yeah. yeah well that's after right. the first year you could just we had we had a guy board. like it was i saw a tweet a tweet today we had a guy we had multiple guys go to colorado very few had an impact but one guy he was like a defensive end and like the funny thing was is like somebody's like you know, this guy transferred all the way to Colorado to make 17 tackles in one sack. He <laughs> was just like, instead of being undefeated and whatever. But I will say this, and I knew at the time why he transferred. He he fell behind Patrick Payton. Mm. He wasn't going to start. Like, verse was locked, and Patrick Payton, by the end of last year, was the better player, and Patrick Payton's had a great season this year. And it's like he was going to be the third, maybe fourth defensive end on the roster. You go to Colorado and you expect to start and play and, and, you know, obviously probably generate more than 17 tackles in one sack. But, yeah. you know, it, things sometimes don't go your way. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Let's get to this last thing here really quickly here. Then we'll sign off. So the ceiling fan, uh, the ceiling fan challenge has taken off and it's been one of my favorite challenges Have you of done all it? time. <laughs> I've not done it, but I've seen quite a few. I've seen enough where I could organize one if I wanted to. <laughs> you organize one. And uh, let's let's play a little bit here. some good stuff man you know <laughs> here's the here's the damn irony so i i i saw some chatter about this challenge and it said when you put it on the show headline i googled it and a dude came up dancing <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one you saw was the a dude? first one i saw was a dude. <laughs> so i kind of came in here with oh this is stupid but it's not quite as stupid as I thought. <laughs> it's got 
got some merit. Yeah, man. You got some, it's some good ones here, man. This is just a montage of some different ones here on this Center Fan Challenge. And um, I've, 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 been, I've been asking for a couple of, you know, people that I personally know. Really? And uh, Has anybody responded? No, no, I haven't gotten lucky yet uh, <laughs> of receiving any, but, uh, but I, you know. If you, if you don't ask now you, when you, you ask receive. you're asking them to do a private one or yeah, one that's public private. oh okay I want a private one <laughs> I guess pay, I, I don't gotta, have a, gotta pay extra for the champagne room my friend yeah I don't have, <laughs> I, I don't have enough juice to, 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 to get those but guys you know if it's you have sad. enough I thought you would have had some juice yeah if you got enough juice guys uh, this is a nice little video to get uh, a private video of something like this man yeah um, some of these women are doing it like they'll do it like naked, but you can't really see them. That's really sexy. Like you can't see any private parts, but you can see that they're I'm naked. A, I'm a private parts guy. <laughs> but if you're gonna put it on social media, well, I guess you know whatever. However you feel about that. But I mean, you know, you know. dude, if you put it on Twitter, you do whatever you want. <laughs> I ain't realize. Well, maybe that's where all the really good ones are. I, I might have to scroll. Yeah, yeah, man. Twitter is like. Most of these are TikTok right here. Twitter's are like wild. So, so TikTok is not as wild yet. No, needs to pick up the pace. It's <laughs> <laughs> solid. Yeah, it's definitely solid. Oh. There's got to be a couple there where something bad happens. Oh no, they've shown some yeah, where some, say, yeah. some girls that fall. Falling. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 you can't have a challenge without a mishap like that. Because <laughs> you have to like step up on the stool and put your phone on the ceiling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. a part of the thing. Yeah, people can have somebody has to have fallen off the stool. Right? Yeah, so you got some clumsy women out here, man, and, uh, and and things like that. But I applaud you if you did have a mishap and still posted. That. Oh yeah. Whoever well, you are, I, I think you have to go through it. A lot of I, no, a lot of people oh would never do that. There's a lot. There's a lot of takes left on the editing floor. <laughs> <laughs> think about it, man. Like, there's so many people that like if they post something and like it doesn't get a certain amount of likes, they're like d deleting it. Yeah, that's dumb. Like, there's no way that there, I mean, I bet you, fifty percent of these people have fallen down embarrassingly and they're never gonna post it. Yeah. But for the women who are not getting enough likes or views, I think you should redo it and just make it better. Show a little more skin. Switch up your shorts. <laughs> if you if you were in the shorts, go to a dress. You're in a dress, go to a skirt. Uh, uh, you know, uh, women are very uh, they they love that attention of getting the likes and oh for and, sure uh, and the views. They they go as as far as clicking on who liked it and who viewed it and. And if they don't see like the people that they want to see, they'll feel some type of way. And oh, this person, oh, like I know this person saw it and didn't like it. I'm not going to like any of their stuff for a month now. And I'm like, what? That's what, at the risk of at the risk of uh, irritating my daughter. I would say, I've I have gotten text messages like the photo I just posted. <laughs> <laughs> so like I gotta scramble over there and get a like out there, man. So yeah, that's very important, man. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> Don't let the team down. No, nah, that's 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 better than what I thought it was. I yeah, the one I I gotta show you the one I that came up when I pulled it up. I think you'll understand my lack of enthusiasm. Well, I'll pass on that. <laughs> but so, you know, some of these are, 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 could have been a lot better. Of course. But uh, but we, we uh, beggars can't be choosers, so I'll, I'll take what I can. Yeah. 
right. Keep us posted if somebody does give you the private one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's exactly what we're here for. <laughs> well, we'll catch you guys next week. You have been on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. There we go. Ha, 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 ha.